right. On behalf of the Johnson Governors, for their offense, it's the Johnson Governors team. All right. Good evening, everybody. And welcome to a very loud and press box here at James Griffin Stadium in St. Paul, live from Central High School. I am Mike Resendez. You're listening to 651 Sports. .caster.fm, and with me is Brian Fearing. Good evening, Brian. Good evening, Michael. Real windy day, but always a good day for football. All right, tonight we have the Central Minutemen will defend home turf against the Johnson Governors. We will be getting ready here in just a few minutes here. We're about six minutes away from uh, kickoff here. Uh, but uh, we're going to head over to Brian real quick, and he's got the starting defensive lineman for Central. Yep, so we get the starting lineup here for the Central Minutemen uh, varsity football team. Uh, number one, Isaiah Tal, uh, captain. Number two, Jonathan Hall, linebacker. Sorry, Isaiah Tal plays cornerback. Uh, number three, Tavon Cobbs, linebacker. Number four, Bryant. Vernig, Vernig, Mike? Vernig. Thank you. Sorry, and I even practiced before, and I still got it wrong. <laughs> Vernig, cornerback uh, for the Central Minutemen there. Uh, Robert Logan, halfback and defensive line, number eight. Number 12, Curtis Favors, captain, playing tight end and linebacker. Number 16, Alex Hurla at tight end. Number 21, Liam Liu at tight end and defensive back. Number 44, Jalen Thomas at tight end and defensive end. Number 52, Ethan Mills, captain, linebacker. And number 55, Jacob Wege, outside linebacker, defensive line. And for the Johnson Governors, they have decided to be announced as the offensive team. Um, not anybody individually, but as the team as a whole. Central is gathering on their emblem on the field. Brand new field, Brian. Yeah, looks looks really nice. Um, I think we'd, uh, I don't know how many years ago, Mike, we did a Highland Central game here. And um, obviously this turf is looking pretty and brand new. Nice, got the new emblem on the, on the center of the field there at the 50-yard line. And, yeah, it looks... Looks a lot better than we played here, Mike. <laughs> I think we were just talking about uh, before uh, the game uh, that they are uh, – the field last year looked a little army green, and now it looks more like what grass should look like. Uh, it's that nice deep green color. Both teams out on the field now getting ready for the kickoff. It will be central receiving, kicking off. For the Governors, it looks like will be number 15, Jeremiah Knox. He is a senior who plays kicker and wide receiver, 185 pounds, 6'2", and he looks like he's 6'2". Yeah, he's, he's a tall guy, and obviously the um, Minutemen uh, won the toss. They want the ball, and the uh, Governors are going to kick, and they're kicking with the wind here. Um, so they have uh, they have to win this this first quarter, and with this win, I anticipate a lot of running game. But if you're going to pass, you're going to do it with the win probably. So let's we'll see what happens there. Looks like Dravante uh, Duncan's is back deep for the Minutemen. They're in their brand new unis, mostly red with some black trim, black helmets, and there's the kick, and that's actually taken by number seven T two. Two is up to the 20-yard line when he gets met by a wall of governors 
driven back, but they'll give forward progress right at the, looks like 20 or 21 yard line. Yeah, he caught it at about the three. Um, got a decent little return out to the 20 yard line there. Return didn't, didn't look like it was set up as well as they would have liked it to. Maybe could have had a chance to maybe bounce it outside, but tackled at the, looks like the 21 yard line, first and 10 for the Minutemen. All right, so the defense for the Governors takes the field. Looks like they got the big nose tackle right in the middle, number 75. And I do not – oh, there he's at the bottom. Antoine uh, Glasby. Yeah, he's a big boy. Let's see if they're going to run at him or run away from him. Looks like got Gavin Gothard is the quarterback for Central. As they do a quick screen on the outside to his left – and there's nothing there. They actually lose a couple yards. That was sniffed out pretty well by the governor's defense. Yeah, they came out with four wide receivers and a f kind of a flanker back, half back off to the side there, almost like an empty backfield set. And they tried a little slip screen to the receiver on the left-hand side, and the governor's read it well. Got, got him in the backfield, I think, there, Mike, for a loss of three. Or two, sorry, second and 12. Okay, Gothard goes up to center. Looks like uh, Central has two wide receivers left, one right, and one in the backfield. Slot in motion. Gothard looks to his right, nothing there, so he takes off, gets to the 25, and he's getting to the sidelines, and he's out at about the 27-yard line, it looks like. Yeah, what a nice little scramble there. Didn't look like he had anything going on. He was dropped back, kind of a uh, rollout pass to his right. Um, nobody was open. So he kind of maneuvered his way through a couple defenders there and was able to pick up about nine yards on that play to give him a third and manageable down there. If you're, if you're the governor's there, you gotta, once you see that quarterback break the tackle and get around the end there, someone's got to be coming after him. That's great. That was Liam Liu that was in motion. Looked like he, Liu, was probably the intended target, but he wasn't open there. We've got two wide receivers to the left now on the near side of us for Central. Flag gets thrown. Oh. Looks like we may have. I don't know. He's pointing at the defense. Offsides, maybe? Maybe. Looks like their uh, defensive back, number three, Ty Newman, maybe was uh, lined up a little bit offsides. He was pretty close to the line of scrimmage. So they do call offsides. Yeah, that's a tough break there. You got him third and two. Kind of pinned back a little bit. If you can hold him there, they're obviously going to punt into the wind, and you're probably going to get good field position. Now they got a first and ten, new life out at their own 34-yard line. Now, so if you're the governors, you got to look at this and say we got to get we got to get stout here. We still got the wind for another 10 minutes, so let's try and hold them here so they can't uh, can't flip the field position on us. All right, looks like the uh, Like they're just resetting the scoreboard. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, was 2 nothing two for nothing. a while there. Yeah. All right, Central comes up to the line. Gothard calls out the signal. There's a snap. Looking to pass. He's got a receiver down the middle. Wow, nice play. That was uh, intended for number 12, Curtis Favors. He's a captain out there for the Minutemen. He had the, uh, the jump and the height, but yeah. the Governors had the numbers and were able to knock it out of his hands. Yeah, big Curtis Favors, 6'3", 205. Quarterback just lofts it up, kind of like that jump ball, and uh, the defensive back for the Governors came over the top and just knocked the ball right away from him. Great play uh, by Johnson there on that. Otherwise, that would have been close to another first down. 
Yeah, it looks like Gothard was throwing it in there, kind of into a lot of traffic, but uh, Favors was able to get a hand on it. Got a man in motion now. Fake handoff to him. Handoff to the back. Ooh. And he is stopped. Stopped Great by play. number 41, it looked like, or 44 yeah, for, 40. for the Governors. All right, yeah, well, 44 came flying in there. It looked like that the running back for Central had a little crease there. It was kind of a fake jet sweep handoff up off tackle. And uh, 44, the middle linebacker for the Governors, came flying in there and just sm smacked him a good one. Gained two yards, but really nice play on defense. Yeah, we don't have a 44 on our roster, so we apologize. We wouldn't be saying his name if we knew what his name was. <laughs> so it looks like uh, we have two wide receivers on the near side again for Central. It'll be a pass. Looks back, surveys the field, gets flushed out, finds the outlet pass, flag on the ground, and that went to number 40, Jaheem O'Mealy for Central. Looks like they lost some yards on that play. Yeah, it looks like they were trying to set up a screen, and the screen just got disrupted slightly, which allowed the, uh, um, the offensive lineman to get downfield a little bit too early. I believe that's what the penalty is going to be. But uh, they were trying to set up a screen to the left uh, left side of the field there, and the defender was just got in the quarterback's face long enough where he had to double pump. Took too long to get the, the pass out there, and by the time he got the pass out there, defense for the Governors was all over it. You think uh, the timing of that screen was disrupted by their, the defense uh, chasing uh, Gothard around the backfield there, Brian? Yeah, definitely. All right, we got 9.56 to go, fourth and nine. Central's going to punt, but there was a lot of confusion on the Johnson side of the ball. It looks like they had their regular defense out there, and the coaches tried to get their punt coverage out there, and it just didn't happen in time, so they have to call an early timeout in the first quarter. Yeah, and so Johnson, this is a nice little stop for them here. So they they gave up the, the kind of the silly penalty to give them a first down. They hold them, um, get, get the defense gets in the backfield, disrupts the quarterback on the screen play. They decline the penalty, obviously, to make it fourth down. And they really want to make sure now with, with um, Central having to kick into the win, they want to make sure they got the personnel out there. They want to make sure that they're on the right page. This could be a really nice, uh, nice little setup here for Johnson, depending on how the punt is, get a good return, get some good field position. Right. You said, Brian, it's kind of windy out there today. We had a 5 o'clock start. Um, all of the start times for these games are now uh, pushed back a little bit, um, unless it's uh, a late start because of the late start time now in St. Paul for the high schools. Looks like both teams are ready here. Looks like Johnson might be sending uh, nine players. Now they're going one. for the block. Punts away. Short line drive. First it took a Johnson bounce, and then it takes a central bounce, but it ends up around the 30 or 41. Yeah, 41. Johnson's 41. So uh, not a great punt for central. Sets up Johnson with good field position on there, 41. We'll see how the Johnson offense starts this game. Yeah, I like what Johnson did there, though. They they said, we're going to come after you. We're going to make you punt it, let make you get it out. They got the punt out, line drive punt. First and 10 from uh, the 41-yard line of, of uh, Johnson. Johnson's got four receivers out there, three to the far side, one here. Ooh. And we have a flag already offsides on the defense, it looks like. Looks like uh, both teams have started the game with uh, 
offside penalties on the defense. Yeah, they well, they really want to get in there. They're uh, getting in the neutral zone a little bit. A um, little hard to tell from our angle. We weren't kind of, we weren't directly on there who that was, but you got to know where you are lining up. Uh, now you got first and five. Opens up the playbook a little bit more for Johnson here, uh, beginning of the game. Coming out with four wide again. All right, Johnson four wide, getting ready for the snap. Looks like that's number seven, Jonathan Fields for Johnson behind center in the shotgun formation, though, this time. Hands it off to his running back in the backfield with him, and he gets about four yards. It's a hard four yards. Yeah, it's a bulldog run there. He just got hit right at the line of scrimmage and kept his legs churning, and looks like he might have got almost four yards on that play, Mike. That's four yards after contact because he was directly hit. Just a dive play right up the middle um, between the center and the guard, and he gets four yards. Johnson comes out with four receivers again, two on either side. As soon as I get the number for the running back, we'll be able to tell you who that was on the first carry. Fields barks out the signals looking left and right. There's the snap. And he's going to keep it himself. And he's going to get the first down. That's actually Giovanni Gonzalez in there. I thought I saw seven, but it's actually a number one. Yeah, and that was, I'd be interesting to maybe find out if that was the actual play call. There was a high snap, and the quarterback kind of bobbled it. The running back kind of stopped right next to the quarterback, kind of like, hey, are you going to give me the ball? And and the quarterback just took it and ran up the middle. So might have been a little bit of a high snap, which the quarterback just decided to take it himself and get the first down. Looks like Johnson's going to run four receivers in this opening drive here. Three to the far side, one to the, to the near side, another high snap. Gonzalez is just going to keep it again. He comes around the corner. He's got some room, and he gets at least 13 yards on that carry. Great move. He came – it looked like when he <laughs> – it was a quarterback sweep all the way, and when Gonzalez was coming around, and I didn't think there was any. It looked like it was going to be a two-yard loss. He made a cut on the defensive player for the Minutemen and was able to navigate his way through. Um, Minutemen, the player for the Minutemen, whoever missed that tackle is going to kick himself for that, but a great run by Gonzalez. All right, Michael Perez is the wide receiver that's closest to us for Johnson. Looks like Gonzalez is checking in with the receiver for something. There's something on the ground yeah. they're trying to give to the referee. They're ready for the play now. Gonzalez yelling out his signals. Still in the shotgun formation. Hands it off to his running back who goes off to the left. He finds a side on the corner there too. He gets off on the edge and gets taken down. That is number eight, Joe Moberg. Yeah, the little zone read action there. So the running back was literally one yard behind the um, behind the quarterback in the shotgun there and just turned around to hand the ball off to the, the running back, and the quarterback has to make the decision. Do I keep this ball or do I hand it off? He hands it off, and they get a nice gain um, there on first down. Joe Moberg played an integral part of the Johnson uh, run to state last year. Playing running back right now behind Gonzalez. Johnson comes out. Still four wide receivers, two on each side. Looks like we have an option here. Gonzalez thought he was going to keep it. Hands it off to Moberg. Moberg cuts it around the side. He gets the edge again, and he's cutting it up the middle, and he gets stopped. Yeah, another great play. The, the tackling for the Minutemen here has been 
Uh, it hasn't been probably what they would have wanted it to be because, again, it looked like on that option play they had both. They had it played really well. They had one guy on the on the quarterback. They had one guy on the pitch man. Quarterback pitches it, and, again, uh, Johnson uh, makes a man miss. Who was that on the on the pitch there, Mike? Um, it was to Joe Moberg. Joe Moberg, great play. He, he just put his foot in the ground and, and cut up field and, and got a nice gain on that when it looked like he could have been tackled for a loss. Yep, Tavon Cobbs was the one that uh, stopped him for the Minutemen. Looks like there's another penalty on the Minutemen, personal foul. Yeah, it looked like it right away. Um, there was They're on the far side of the field here, but it looked like uh, Moberg was hit when he was already out of bounds, so personal foul penalty and might be first and goal. It is first and goal from the nine. So they're on the nine-yard line. They'll have four tries to try to get it into the uh, end zone. Johnson's receivers to our near side are flanked way out. And there's the snap. Handoff Ooh, to Moberg, nice and he gets stopped right away. Looks like he picked up two yards on the field. Yeah, great play by Ethan Mills there. Another zone read. They try to hand it right up the middle, and Ethan Mills hits him right at the line of scrimmage. I don't know if he got if he got anything. It wasn't much, but no, no gain on the play. Great play by the defense there for the Minutemen. So from here, it looked like he... Gained a yard or two, but maybe that was just because of where he handed it off. Yeah, they gave him two yards on that. Two they, yards, you're okay. right, Mike. They're flanking these wide receivers way, way out on the on the left side of the field here. Yeah, Johnson's on the far hash. And that's a direct snap to Gonzalez. He keeps it. He's going to run. He finds a room. He's getting a good block. He's going to make it into the end zone. Touchdown, Johnson. Gonzalez with a nice run to the left. Found a hole and was able to sneak in there. Looks like there's some uh, laundry on the field, Mike. Let's wait and see what happens. I don't know if it was a block in the back there or holding. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a block. The, the the hole that opened up there all of a sudden for Gonzalez, it wasn't there and then it was. Yeah, it's a block in the back. But you, even with that penalty, Gonzalez has been running the ball unbelievably well. He's really shifty. I mean, from here he doesn't look overly fast, but he's very elusive. He's very hard to tackle, and he's given the – Minutemen defense, it's a lot of problems. And if they can't they can't slow him down, it's going to be a tough day moving forward. Uh, Coach Eric Moberg is uh, having a teaching moment with the player that was called in that uh, penalty. It's good coaching right there. Coach Moberg brought him over, told him how to block differently on the next play, and we're just getting the next play in. We got three, three receivers on the far side. Yeah. Moberg in the backfield, one receiver close to us. The snap goes to Gonzalez. He's going to keep it again. He's going to come around the corner. There's another block for him, and he gets tackled, and he gets brought down at the nine, so they're back to the original line of scrimmage. Same play. Um, it looked like there could have been called for another block in the back. They didn't. It was probably a 50-50 a call, and that's, that's fine, but um, they ran the same play. They know it, it. I think Johnson's starting to figure out that Central's having problems tackling Moberg right now. Um, or Gonzalez, either one, whoever's running the ball. So they're just going to keep keep pounding. And it looks like they're they're going to be attacking the edge of the defense here. Let's see what they do on third and nine, or third and goal from the nine. All right, looks like uh, there was some confusion again, and there's a timeout by Johnson again. So that's two timeouts in the first quarter. Actually, in the first... Six minutes and 40 seconds of the game, Brian. That's going to 
probably come back to bite him at the half at, at half. I would imagine. Yeah, and it, and it may. I I think right now, uh, if you're either team, specifically Johnson here, third and Cole from the nine, this is two down territory. You want to make sure you you get a, something out of this out of this drive. So you're just saying, hey, let's get the timeout. Let's regroup here. We had a block in the back that negated a touchdown. Uh, we're running the ball well. Let's huddle up. Let's talk about it. Let's get everyone on the same page so we can punch this in, make it a 6 nothing game. So it's third and nine to go on the nine-yard line. It's the first quarter, five minutes, 20 seconds left in the first quarter. Score is 0-0. Zero, zero. Both teams come out of their huddles on their sidelines and get ready and lined up. Umpire puts the ball in play. Gonzalez getting ready. Got three receivers on our near side. Moberg still behind him. There's the snap. It's a little high. He wants to pass. He had a receiver on a slant. There it is. Touchdown. Mike, I know you're not going to believe me, but as I was looking <laughs> at that, I'm looking at that receiver one-on-one -on, -one on the far outside, and I said, and the, the defensive player was playing way off of him, and I, and I get it. He's out there on an island, but it, it was really an easy pitch and catch. The receiver just did a quick slant. The ball came out right away. The defender really had no play on that, um, and I don't know if they've been setting up that play this whole drive because they had that guy out so wide almost every single play. But now uh, the Minutemen got to be on alert on that because if the guy's going to be out there like that, they can throw that throw that play all day long. Yeah, that was Gonzalez to Elijah Moore, number 16. And the kick for the extra point is good. And that was Knox with the kick. So it's 7-0. Johnson leading the home team central. Five minutes, 14 to go in the first quarter. Yeah, and they burned up about five minutes on that drive. Some some good run plays, mixed in a, a, some some zone reads, and then get down the end zone. A touchdown gets called back on a block in the back penalty, and you fight through that adversity and throw a nice quick slant for a touchdown, and now you're up 7 to nothing, and the momentum's going your way. All right, for now there's some huge smiles on the Johnson sideline as we're the press boxes. Set up on the visitor side at Central. So you can see uh, on both sides here, you know, for a, an away game, it looks like Johnson may have as many fans as Central. Central does have a little bit more over there because they've got their band out there. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they, where the governors kick the ball here now. Uh, they got Johnson, or sorry, um, Central's got three guys back deep. They probably would like a nice return here, get some good field position um, so they can try and tie this game up. At the last the kick to start the game up from Knox was a little short, went to one of the up men. We'll see if he can get it down to Duncan's. And here's the kick. And it looks like it will go to Duncan's at the, looks like the five-yard line is where he catches that. He's got a wall set up in front of him. He's going to set up the middle, and he's got a nice return. And it. he gets it up to the 30s when he gets taken down. We got another flag on the field. Yeah, that's never good when a flag flies in like that for the return team because uh, it looked like he had he had a like you said he had a little uh, some blockers out in front of him. Looked like if he could have hit a seam, he might have even got more. But looks like it's going to be holding on the Minutemen, and they're going to bring it back 10 yards. Yeah, Duncan's looked like he uh, misjudged that ball just a little bit, caught that over his shoulder. 
but uh, he was able to recover nicely at the five and run it back up to the 30, but that penalty will negate 10 of those yards, and they will start at their 20, just like, it's like the 21 or 22, so right around where they started the game. Yeah, you're exactly right on that return, Mike. If he catches that kind of moving forward or cleanly and he gets his momentum moving, maybe that guy doesn't have to hold that block as long and there's not that holding, but he did have to kind of catch it over his shoulder, which delayed the return blocks. Probably why there was a hold on that play. All right, so Gothard will come out to the field with the Minutemen. He's got a wide receiver to his far side who goes in motion coming towards us. It's a fake handoff to him, hands it to his running back who's got room in, kind of up the middle, another flag on the field. Uh, running for Central, that's number 40. Who's their running back? Jaheim O'Mealy. He's a six foot, 160-pound junior for the Minutemen. Yeah, Johnson's defense looks really fast out there, and it was a slow developing play. It was a fake, kind of a fake jet sweep handoff up the middle, and by the time that all transpired, the uh, Minutemen offensive line just they had to hold their blocks longer, and they probably held them longer than they needed to, and and uh, got the penalty. Now it's first and twenty, not the where not where you want to be right now, Mike. No, first and twenty, another holding penalty on the Minutemen. They've uh, they've had a couple of big ones. Johnson had one too, but this is uh, these are coming uh, two too quickly together and if I know Coach Howell he's not happy with what's happening out there in the field. Gothard with the snap. He's under trouble. He's got a re defender right with him and he gets sacked all the way back at the one yard line. Holy cow. Yeah great pursuit by I, I, I can't see who that it's is. Like number two. Number two um, Drake Teal just came off the end there. It was a rollout pass for Central and he just stayed with him, quarterback for Central, um, tried to stiff arm him, get outside, and sacked him. Luckily, luckily not a safety there. Now we have second and 28. I don't know what you dial up here. Yeah, it looks like they gave him uh, forward progress to the four. It looks like that's where they say he's, his momentum stopped. But uh, Teal, my goodness. Hey, he stuck with him. That was a good play. Six foot five, two hundred and fifteen pound uh, senior for the governors. So Gothard will be in the shotgun. There's another flag. Mm, looks like we got delay a game. Uh, I think I just overheard him in the other room, Brian. Say seven penalties now on Central, and we're still in the first quarter. Yeah, not the way you want to start off the game. Uh, obviously, you, second and thirty from your own two-yard line. But that's what football is about, is battling through adversity. This long game, you got to battle through here. Hopefully you can get about 10, 15 yards in the next two plays and punt it and play defense. We'll see what happens. Yep, so Gothard will hand off the ball in the end zone. He's got to get out of there before he gets tackled, and he does. Comes around the corner and gets to the six-yard line where he's taken down. Uh, that is number 40, O'Mealy again on the carry. He's taken down by the Johnson's defense. So now we're at uh it says third and 30. I don't know if that was updated. Ball on the six-yard line, though, like as, as I said. So it might be third and 26 right now. It looked like a long run for four yards. <laughs> it looked like he might have had an opportunity to get some more yards. But four yards, third and 26. Can you get 10 more yards here and punt and not give Johnson great field position? We'll see what happens. Yeah, at this point, it's just helping your punter out, wouldn't you say, Brian? Yeah, definitely. 
And, you know, you're going to get the win at the end of the next or at next quarter, so we'll see what you can do here. All right, so Central's got two receivers on the near side, and looks like he wanted one of his receivers to go in motion, and he never did, and that threw the playoff. So Central is forced to take a timeout. And, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, his teammates are coming over to him to tell him that he missed that, but the timeout was called, so no penalty was called. We have two minutes, 41 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Third and 26, Johnson is up 7-0. We are at Griffin Stadium here in St. Paul. I am Mike Resendez. With me is Brian Fearing. Thanks for listening to 651 Sports. As we bring you, it's district football now, but an old clash between two St. Paul's, Paul's City rivals. Yeah, I, I remember. I was thinking on my way here. It's 1996. It's a long time ago, Mike. Was that an actual uh, year? Yeah, it was an actual year. It was my senior year at Central. We actually had to we beat Como in the first round of the playoffs. Obviously, it was set up a little different back then. And we had to go to Johnson, and uh, Johnson put a good whipping on us that year, and we lost. But, you know, I still remember these games, and so it's fun to come back here and, and watch. So we'll see what Central can do here on 3rd and 26. During halftime, we'll go over the standings in each of the divisions in the districts. Gother takes a snap. Stands back. He's going to launch it down the middle. He's got a receiver that's covered, and it gets intercepted by Johnson. He underthrew his receiver, and that to just set up a great interception. I'm going to get the number here for you. I think it's the same guy who uh, scored their touchdown. That might be Elijah Moore. Yeah, it looked like Central was, was trying to go for it. Uh, I guess I can't blame him for wanting to be aggressive and they, it looks like they ran three verticals, and they, they threw it up, and it was just a little underthrown. Maybe if you throw it a little bit further, you give your wide receiver a chance, but now you give, give Johnson the ball on your own 33-yard line. All right, so Johnson's going to come out. looks like we're just going to go four wide receivers and uh, shotgun throughout the, the game. So just assume that's the formation. If it's different, I'll let you know. <laughs> Gonzalez calling out the signals ready for the snap there it is handoff to Mo to Moberg again who's fighting up the middle and gets about seven six or seven hard-fought yards yeah the yards after contact for Johnson right now are just awesome they're central's not doing a bad job they're getting off blocks they're maintaining the line of scrimmage they're making contact with the players at the line of scrimmage or even sometimes behind the line of scrimmage Johnson's running backs and quarterbacks are just, they're, they're fighting through those first tackles and getting yardage. The only difference I would say on this drive, Brian, is that their uh, flanked receivers are not going out as wide as they were in that first drive. There's the snap. Handoff to Moberg again, who gets stopped at the line, and this time Central's ready for him. Yeah, they finally got him. They, they bunched up that middle. Johnson Lewis was running right up the middle there. Bunched up the middle. Held him to... Maybe a minimal game, so now I got third down. Yeah, the four wide, um, it's not the wishbone like when I played here, that's for sure. But No. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting to see both these teams come out and really spread out uh, these defenses and then try to run the ball that way. Yeah, it's almost like a, a pistol formation, but it's not very deep. So Gonzalez looking at the line. Looking left, looking right, gets the hand uh, quarterback. Looks like oh, well, looks like he Gonzalez kept the ball. I don't know why they blew that play dead. The uh, so it looked like uh, it was a 
Gonzalez handoff to Moberg, which they both kind of had at the same time, but then the central defender tackled Moberg, and Moberg's knee went down, and actually that defender is on the ground right now for central, who's a little banged up. Yeah, he's not. He's looking like he's in some discomfort there, but it was a great play by, well, hopefully we'll get his number here quick. He just shot through into the backfield and basically tackled the quarterback and the running back kind of at the same time, right where they were about to hand the ball off to each other. It looked like there may have been, um, I don't know whose knee was down, and obviously we don't have the luxury of replay here at uh, James Griffin Stadium, but whatever it was, they blew the whistle, um, and it, the loss of yards there, so now it's a fourth down, and looks like six or seven for uh, Johnson here. It was Curtis Favors for the Minutemen who went down. He did get up and walked off the field. So trying to see where he ended up on the sidelines. Looks like he's going to the bench and getting checked out by the trainer for a second. Big play here on fourth and seven for the Minutemen. So fourth and seven, the Governors with the ball at their uh, central 30-yard line. There's the snap. Gonzalez back to pass, and he's oh. ooh, almost was intercepted. That ball was underthrown. Looks like that was headed to uh, his receiver out there, number 15, Jeremiah Knox. And uh, that was almost picked off by Bryant and Vernig. And Vernig is really wishing he had that one back. That was in his hands. Yeah, you know, he might... He might be better off dropping it. it was, he was kind of diving for it, but either way, you, you never want to drop an interception. If there's one thing, I'm being a little picky here, but if I'm going to nitpick on something for Johnson right now, it's their uh, their snap. Their, long, um, their shotgun snaps have been either high or low. That was a low snap, which probably didn't give this quarterback enough time to get the ball, hit that back foot and get the ball out, and uh, he just threw a little behind and low to the receiver there. All right, so Central will take over at their 30-yard line. And there's a snap and a handoff to number two. Going over to the right side, finds a good seam, and he gets about 10 yards for the Minutemen. That was number two, Jonathan Hall. And they also lined in. They also had Isaiah Towell, the captain cornerback, at quarterback on that play. Um, kind of mix things up on the defense there and he's the one who actually handed the ball off for a nice nice gain there so maybe central trying to mix things up a little bit and uh, i think he what? looks like he might be at what is his line out there his height and weight five eight one fifty he looks five eight one fifty <laughs> out there compared to these guys about five seconds left let's <laughs> see if they get the snap off they do hands it off cut it up and looks like they are doing a, a sweep to their wide out. Gets about five, six yards on the carry. I didn't see the number on the Jonathan Hall. Jonathan Hall, yep. Very nice play. Little jet sweep. Off tackle. He cut it up there, Mike. What he did was instead of trying to bounce it outside, he saw that there was a hole right off tackle there. Cut it up for a nice gain of six, seven yards there. Nice little drive for Central here. Now they're going to get the win in the second quarter. And now the momentum seems to be shifting their way. We'll see if they can, can, can keep it going here. All right. So at the end of the first quarter, it's 7-0. The Johnson Governors over the Central Minutemen. We are live at James Griffin Stadium here in St. Paul at Central High School. I'm Mike Rosendez. Brian Fearing is with me once again. 
And the next time you will hear us on 651sports.caster.fm will be next week when Eric Erickson and I will bring you the Harding and uh, Como Park boys soccer game from Bakken Field at Harding. And that will be on the 18th, which I believe is Wednesday, if I have that correct. And that's a 6.15 start. Yes, so the 18th. And then on that Friday, the 20th, um, Brian, you won't be with me, but uh, DJ Chuck Smooth from WFNULP will join me at the um, game between St. Agnes and Concordia Academy. That'll be St. Agnes's homecoming. Nice. Live from uh, your alma mater, Hamlin University. Oh, good old Fighting Pipers. All right, so Hall takes the snap as we start the second quarter here. Or that was, uh, excuse me, Isaiah Tao handing it off to Hall. Hall takes the loss, though. Yeah, uh, number 75, Antoine uh, Glasby just busted through. I mean, there was no denying him on that one. And he tackled tackled the running back and then the backfield for a loss of one. There, I, I like what they're trying. They're running right at him, and sometimes that's the best thing to do. Um, we'll see what kind of play call they dial up out here on third and six because really not in fourth down, four down territory here. So you really want to try and dial up a play that can get you a first down so you don't have to punt. All right, all they have to do is get to the 50 for the first down. Easy for me to say here. Looks like Tao is trying to get the attention of one of his receivers. Puts him in motion. There's the handoff, fake handoff on the sweep. Tao over to his right, finds a receiver wide open, and he gets the first down in more. He gets to the Johnson 43-yard line. Yeah, what a nice play. Uh, Tao had kind of faked the jet sweep to the short side of the field. He rolls out to the far side of the field. Looks like they're tight end. Um, trying to see the number on the um, – was it was it Liam Liu? Was it twenty one, Mike? Um, um, no, I you know I I was trying to listen in, uh, to what he said, and I didn't. I think it was uh, Curtis Favors actually, okay. the tight end. Well, whoever it was did a really nice job of staying out in the flats and picking up a first down, breaking a tackle. Johnson, or I'm sorry, Central's uniforms are awesome, but they're hard to see the numbers. Tau keeps it on him for himself, and he gets about six yards on that carry. Yeah, they're keep. They're, I like what they're doing here because they're keeping. They're trying to keep Johnson off balance. That was another zone read play. Now instead of handing it off to the running back, the quarterback takes the ball, runs it off tackle to the opposite side. So they're doing some jet sweep action. They're getting some quarterback outside the pocket, throwing the ball. They're running up the middle. They're running around in, being a little bit more unpredictable. Tau and shotgun gets the snap. It's quick. He hands it off to Hall. Hall's going to come up the middle here. Gets a couple of hard-fought yards there as well. And it'll be a gain of two, so it'll be third and four. Oh, I think we got some uh, two helmets locked. Oh, it sure. Yep, there they are. Yeah. Taking off <laughs> the helmets. To <laughs> it's easier just to do it that way. So Hall's helmet is... Uh, was stuck on number 44 for the governors, who we don't have the name for. So we apologize for not having your name again. Yeah, but 44 has been playing a good game there in the in the middle. They got him. I mean, it's a nice nice luxury to have. You got got him. He seems to be pretty stout in the middle. And then you got 75, Antoine Glas Glasby there at, at tackle, which who's actually out of the game now on third third and five. We'll see if if that makes any difference on the play call here from the Minutemen. 
All right, so Tao is going to take the snap. He's in uh, shotgun again, puts a receiver in motion. Jet sweep once again, and he cuts it up the middle. That was number three, Tavon Cobbs. And he gets a few yards. Looks like he'll be a yard shy of the first down, so a couple of yards shy, actually fourth and two. So it uh, looks like Central is going to keep their offense on the field. Yeah, I think, I think they made the decision based on that play call this was two down territory for them, uh, especially with the win. And so they, they called a nice off tackle sweep and got a couple yards. And I would not be surprised now with a uh, big number 75 out of the game if you don't just run it right up the middle. All right, so Tao sends his receiver in motion again. That's a fake sweep. He hands it off to Hall. Hall gets up the middle. He's just short of the first down. Looks like he may have gotten a yard, but that's about it, and that is not going to be enough and they will turn it over to Johnson on downs. Well, I'll tell you, I love the play call, but whoever it was there, big, I think it was number 44 again. Yeah, it looks like he's just celebrating. stuffed them <laughs> right at the line of scrimmage, and it was, I think it was the right play call for the, the defense that they had out there. They just didn't execute as well. Uh, but now Johnson takes over on downs. All right, we're gonna, I'm going to try to get his name at uh, halftime because he deserves his, uh, his name. Being mentioned, he's just a short little bowling ball type uh, out there. He's just not allowing anybody by him. Every time somebody comes by him, he's laying the helmet down and, and uh, stopping the Minutemen. So the Governors will take over on the their 35-yard line, and Gonzalez will call out some signals. He'll get the snap. Quick pass to the outside there. His knee was down, but looks like the, the referee's didn't see it, doesn't matter. He loses yards anyway, and that was out to Jeremiah Knox, number 15. So their kicker getting out there at wide receiver as well, and he will lose a couple of yards on the play. Yeah, interesting play call there. You're up by seven here. I don't know why you don't just uh, – the Minutemen have been having trouble bringing you down when you're running the ball, and you just throw a quick quick pass out to your wide receiver. That's First of all, it's almost picked off, and it looked like the quarterback's knee might have been, been down when he when he threw it. Yeah, the governors may have wanted them to be call it there because he lost another yard after that. Gonzalez almost got the Minutemen to jump, handed off to Moberg, and he is stuffed by number 73. Yeah, Gus. Gus Crone. Gus Crone, not C-R-O-N like the Minnesota Twins, but K-R-O-H-N, and he really stuffed him up there at the line of scrimmage. It looks like the interior of the defensive line for the Minutemen Starting to play a little bit better here. They're starting to get off blocks. And when they're making that contact now, they're wrapping up. Let's see what kind of pressure that may put on Johnson's offense if they stay patient with the run here on third and 12 and punt or if they're really going to try to put the ball up in the air, try to get the first down. All right, Gonzalez looking at the defense for the minute, man, getting ready. Gets the snap. Option play. Oh, oh, there. Looks like it was an option to Moberg. Moberg was going to do a fake handoff to Knox, and it gets knocked in the air, but he catches it again. And that uh, loss of five yards is probably the best thing the Governors could hope for yeah, on that one. That was that was um, very lucky for Johnson. They did a pitch to the short side of the field, which was going to be kind of like a double reverse to the wide receiver coming around the other side, and the timing was off. The pitch was late. And when the running back went to hand the ball off to the receiver, the receiver was already by him. Minutemen's defensive uh, 
back, got in there, hit the ball, kind of bounced up in the air, but uh, they were able to maintain possession, and now they're going to punt. So there's the punt to Knox. Knox's punt is a little short, Gets uh, doesn't get to the 50, takes a central bounce back to the 40 and out. Ooh, looks like out at the 36-yard <laughs> line of Johnson, so Central's going to have some great field position. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever seen a ball bounce back 20 yards like that, Mike. But No. <laughs> that <laughs> that was hit, hit the turf at the 50, you know, all the way back to the 30-yard line. Say this brand-new turf for Central really paid off for the home team on that one. Yeah, they must Holy have, cow. It's almost like there was a magnet pulling it backwards. Yeah, now just to get back to that last uh, offensive play for Johnson, maybe uh, running that play to the far sideline where they had more room may have been a little better. I don't know. It's easy for me to say because I'm up here. Uh, but uh, the coach, uh, Eric Moberg, is um, talking to his uh, quarterback about what to do differently on the next time. Okay. Looks like we have nope. Tau fumbles the snap for Central, but he's able to uh, fall on that again. Don't know how that was an offsides by uh, Johnson there, but. And Luis Fuentes for Johnson comes off the field quick. Looks like he has a helmet issue. It looked like everyone was kind of out of out of sync there. It looked like Johnson may have jumped offside. It looked like maybe uh, Central wasn't ready for the snap. They bobbled the snap, and they just had to fall on it. So loss of four on the play. Second and 14. Six minutes left. All right, we're in the second quarter. Central will come out, Tao and Hall will look at Tao's wrist where the plays are located, and uh, Hall will help Tao get situated behind the right center. <laughs> Man in motion, handoff to number 15 for Central. That's Dante Jackson. Jackson comes around the end, and he is stopped. Looks like for a gain of four on the play. Yeah, he was a little hesitant there on the run to the outside. If he just bounces that, if he just gets outside a little bit quicker, Looked like he wanted to cut up, cut it up off tackle, kind of on the, on the handoff that was he was coming across the face of the quarterback, to the far side of the field. He cuts it up ta on the off tackle, which was kind of clogged up, and then tried to bounce it back outside and didn't get as many yards as he would have wanted to. Dante Jackson is a freshman, Brian. Oh, well, good getting some experience out there, looking good. All right, so Tao takes a snap. He's going to go back to pass. He's got a defender in his face, so gets around him. Yeah. Hold on to the ball there as he comes out from the backside. That, uh, that Joe Moberg on the tackle, he had the pressure, and he recovered and was able to bring down Tao for a loss on the play. Yeah, no one was open. It just kind of a straight drop back pass. I didn't get the chance to see what the route to the receivers were. Um, Tao got the pressure. He broke out to the his left, looked downfield, and by that time when he w did have the ability to maybe throw the ball downfield, he would have had to throw it about 20 yards and there was just nobody open. He takes a sack, probably even the, probably the best thing to do. You're punting with, uh, punting with the wind, or did the wind shift? No, you're punting with the wind here. Maybe you can pin him and play defense. Gets, uh, get the ball back with good field position maybe here with a minute or two before halftime. All right, the wind is blowing from the west to the east. It looks like the flags on the goalposts are straight east. Oh, another delay a game penalty here on, on the Minutemen. Looks like they had a delay a game because the long snapper for Central did not get out there in time. 
Yeah, not. So that'll back them up a little bit more. That actually might be uh, – it'll give uh, them a chance to pin them back a little deeper. Yeah, we'll see. Moberg back. Is there uh, having issues with the clock, it looks like. And they're going to try to fix that. Um, the ref is pointing to his wrist, saying four, three, three two. two, one. No. <laughs> <laughs> so 432 is left in the second quarter. Ball, the 49. So some good field position for Central. They're not able to take advantage of it, and they're going to have to punt it away. And that'll be to Joe Moberg. Snap for the punts a little high with it almost oh, blocked. Punt. It's punted by number 40, Jaheim O'Mealy. The ball goes oh, into the end zone. It. It's a good chance for Viernig to down it, but he can't get there in time, so they will bring the ball out to the 20. Well, you're right. That extra five yards actually helped, and the ball actually looked like it bounced at about the seven-yard line, and it just it didn't get that magnetic bounce that it got on the other time. So and there just wasn't anyone there down there to down it, so it goes through the end zone. So Johnson will have it first and 10 here at the 20-yard line with 4 minutes and 21 seconds left in the first half. Be interesting to see. Now you're up You're up 7. What are they going to do? I, I, I would hope that they would keep running and see since uh, Minutemen have had trouble tackling them, but see if they go to the air. All right, so Johnson gets up to the line. Gonzalez is waiting for the snap. There it is. Looks like he was going to pass. He's going to run it himself. Looks like he was stopped at first, but he's coming over to the near side, and he gets brought down on the 24. Yeah, I lost him there for a second. I thought it was someone coming up the middle, and then all of a sudden, number one for Johnson, Gonzalez comes out of nowhere, and picks up a short game. Johnson's going to the no huddle, and they get up to the line right away. Taken down by Cobbs for Central on the last play. So Johnson moving quick. Fake handoff to Moberg. Gonzalez keeps it, and he gets another couple of yards. Uh, Central's defense is starting to make Johnson really work for these yards now. Looks like they're going to start. They're starting to clamp down anyway with the inside runs. Yeah, on the inside runs now. Be, uh, third and three. I want to see what Johnson does here. So they're going to run it. I would think they would. Blitz by Central. Gonzalez tries to keep it on the option. Probably should have pitched it, and he stopped for a loss of one or two. That'll bring up fourth down, so solid effort by the Central defense. Yeah, Ethan Mills came off the edge there. They tried to do a, a little sweep to the far side of the field, or it might have been an option play. But either way, the quarterback kept it on a sweep to the far side of the field. Ethan Mill comes, gets off his block and tackles him for about a two-yard loss. So exactly what the central defense wanted to do there. Now they're going to hopefully get good field position now with 249 and counting. Well, Johnson's going to have to punt the ball. All right, so good stop for Central. We'll see what they can do now on offense. Uh, the game is now shaping up. Uh, look like maybe, you know, with that quick score by Johnson, that maybe they're going to be able to score. Looks like uh, Como was able to put some pressure on, and that ball goes out of bounds at the 41 for of Johnson. So Central's going to start with even better field position than the last possession. Now here it is for Central. Two minutes, 31 seconds left. How many penalties they have in the first half? It's seven plus. Seven in the first quarter. Uh, you haven't been looking really good on offense. Defense has been playing fairly good. 
And here it is, still right before halftime, you have an opportunity to go down, drive, and tie the game. This is where you got to take advantage of the situation. One play that I really liked here for Central was that rollout pass, throw to the tight end there. It was, I think it was a nine-yard play. I'd like to see him go back to that play maybe once on this drive. Uh, and looks like we have another delay game. So at Central didn't even get up to the line of scrimmage for that one. Oh, it's a legal substitution. I'm sorry. Either well, way, that's not good. It'll <laughs> back them up. We just talked Five about penalties yards. and opportunities, and one thing that's really hard to overcome in the in a in football is turnovers and penalties. Um, and now you got instead of first and ten, you got first and fifteen. So we'll see what the Minutemen do here. I think they need to open up their playbook a little bit more. Try and get some some of their playmakers on the edge because up the middle right now just ain't working with number 75 and 44 stuffing it up for Johnson. All right, so Tao takes the snap, hands it off to Hall. Hall finds something on the left side of the field, and he gets some good positive yards. He'll get some of that yardage back plus a couple more. Looks like he gained about seven yards on that one, so it should be about second and eight. Yeah, I like what they did there too. They they did do, I guess it's not complete misdirection, but they basically ran off tack to the short side of the field. There's not a lot of room on that side of the field, so usually on defense you have your stronger players on the strong side and get, got a good gain there. So Tal puts his receiver in motion, and there's a handoff. Jet sweep up the middle. He's got a couple blockers ahead of him. He's got a hole, too. He's gained some yards. Looks like he got about another 15 yards on that play after first contact. Good call by the Minutemen. That was Cobbs. That yeah. I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say they put him in motion, get the sweep, and he cuts it up the middle that time. Yeah, he cut it off uh, right off tackle there again. They're they're doing that that jet sweep, cutting it off tackle. Great. I got to give that one to the offensive line and uh, some really good blocking on that play. Tau hands it off to Hall this time. He goes over to the left side again, and he's barreling through. He drops the ball, fumble, and it's going to get out of bounds before wow. Johnson can can get possession of that, so they catch a break on that one. But guess who's out there for Johnson trying to recover that ball, number 44? Yeah, they did catch a break there. Um, they tried to go back to that off-tackle, jet sweep run to the short side of the field that they had some some luck on a couple plays prior. Johnson's defense played it really, really well, and uh, they fumbled, the minimum fumbled out of bounds. All right, so the Minutemen have a great drive going. They're second and two on the 15 with a minute 29 left in the half. Got two receivers on the left side of the field, none on the right. Got Hall in the backfield with Tau. Cobb goes in motion, fake handoff to Cobb, gets it to Hall. Hall finds a seam on the left side, his favorite side so far, and he gains a few more yards, some important yards. Looks like he's got enough for a first down for the Minutemen. Yeah, Hall is a big boy. He's, he might not look as tall, but he's 5'11", 235 pounds, and he's a ninth grader. And when he gets the ball, you're usually not going to bring him down with an arm tackle. And he ran through at least one arm tackle on that play to pick up a first down. So now you got first and goal from the nine, just like, uh, just like the Governors had when they scored their touchdown. Looks like uh, Central will call a timeout. So that is their second timeout. They're left with one and a half. Both teams with one. It's a minute and 19 seconds left to go. Johnson is driving on the one-yard line. I'm sorry, on the nine-yard line, first and nine. 
First and goal on the nine. If I can get these words out, that would be awesome, Brian. Well, you know, just blame the wind. <laughs> I wish I could. We're uh, Luckily, we don't have to feel the wind. It's actually pretty warm up here in the press box. Uh, we've done a couple of games where it's been a little chilly. Yeah, it's, it's actually, you know, it's been a good game. I know it's only 7 nothing, but there's been some really good plays on defense. I've been impressed by both defenses. Uh, Johnson's offense early on was, was, was able to run the ball and break tackles. Central's defense has been able to overcome some penalties and really stuff up that middle. Johnson's defense has been very, very stout in the middle. So, John, or so Central is, is really attacking the edges and the off tackles and around end. Now here is well where I'd like to see that rollout pass, Mike. We'll see if they uh, if they're as smart as I am. All right, so Central will come up to the line. Tau's getting ready to take the snap. Cobb in motion, fake handoff goes out to Hall. Hall again on the left hand side, but Johnson's right there. They may have run that play one too many times on this drive. Johnson was ready for it. Looks like every time. Cobb goes in motion, Brian. It's either going to be a jet sweep or a fake and a handoff to Hall to the left. Yeah, I, I, they're 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 riding the big man, and that's good. He's he's running the ball hard and breaking tackles, and so now Johnson is really keying in on that play. So now can you can you run a play out, a fake off of that, and maybe get the ball in the air for for one of your receivers? All right, hand, fake handoff to. Hall that time, ooh, and Tao gets taken down hard. It was a keeper on the left-hand side. Looks like maybe they were trying to throw Johnson off that they had uh, two receivers on the left-hand side. Neither one of them were named Cobb. Um, and uh, looks like Johnson's defense was having none of that. And it's another timeout from Central with the 34 seconds left to go. Yeah, interesting play call there. It was a fake jet sweep with quarterback keep to the short side of the field. And Tau just didn't, there wasn't enough blocking over there. Play took a little bit longer time to develop. Johnson's defense is playing fast. If you're not going to get to the, you can beat him on the edge and the off tackle, but you got to get out there quick. And the offense um, needs to hold their blocks, and it just looked like Minutemen didn't hold their blocks long enough for Tau. So it's going to be third and, and nine, and they got the, the whole right side, the far right side of the field. See what they do. I'd really like to see them. Since Johnson is keying on that up the middle or off tackle jet sweep, he's faked that right up the middle here, rollout pass to the right side. Give Tao or whoever's at Corey up Tao, give him a run pass option there on the wide side of the field. Yeah, it looks like I see Gothard for Central on the other side of the field. He's got a single crutch and his pads are off, so his day is done. Tao gets the snap. Is going to try to pass the ball. It gets deflected at the line. It was intended for Curtis Favors, and that will fall incomplete. It'll bring up fourth down with 29, just under 30 seconds, so 29 seconds to go. The yep. clock here at Central has uh, the tenths of a second. So it was just a straight, quick drop-back pass. I, I did not see where the receiver was. Um, the receiver was open, but the defensive lineman got a piece of the ball, and now... Looks like Central is going to try and at least put three points on the board here. Kicking for Central is Jaheim O'Mealy. It's a junior. Bobbled snap, and then the kick 
didn't have a chance, and that is off to the right. It would have been good if he was able to get it in there in between the uprights, but it had the distance, just pushed it. Yeah, that was a snap looked okay, I guess, maybe a little bit on the holder. Uh, when I say on the holder, more towards his body than out in front of him there. And uh, the timing gets off any time the, the holder bobbles the ball, and just the kicker had to just wait split second longer and kind of turned his body and kicked it far right had the distance but now let's see what Johnson does knowing they're going to get the ball at halftime here 23 seconds left oh they're spreading them out Mike yep, spreading them out like they've been oh it looks like Gonzalez is going to go under center though so that's a different look he's been in that pistol formation all game he's no. just going to take a snap and kneel it so that will end the first quarter they'll just let that run out here that's oh. a smart idea uh, if you're johnson you don't want a fumbled ball you don't want to throw a pick here you don't want to give central any momentum right here at the end of the half you're getting the ball coming out of halftime you're up seven to nothing just take a knee go in and uh, get ready to battle it out here in the second half all right so at the at halftime it is johnson seven central zero both teams will head over to their locker rooms and uh, they will get the lowdown from their coaches on what to expect in the second half. Now we you, we hear all the time, Brian, with the pros that uh, the coaches and the teams go back and and uh, re, re look at everything and retool stuff um, on the high school side of things. Is there a lot of retooling and changing at halftime? Um. Maybe not as much. I, I, I guess you you go in there and you look at what you're doing well, um, and, w and what you, the the big thing for Central right now. I don't know that there needs to be a bunch of a bunch of different changes you need to make. It's it's been the penalties. I mean, you've you've had some you've made some penalties and and it's put you in a bad spot. So you you, you go in there, you lick your wounds a little bit. Yeah, you're you're not a you're upset you're down seven to nothing, but it probably could be a lot worse. So you so you go in there and you focus on what what you've been doing well. The defense has been playing a lot better. On offense, now with um, the young 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 man out, Mike, who's the guy who heard? Uh, Gothard. Okay, with Gothard out now, and you got um, Tau at at quarterback. What does Tau do well? I don't know. I'm sure those coaches know. What what can they do to kind of get that offense going i think they got to get out to the edge more i think they need to get towel maybe on some rollout passes if they're going to pass the ball i don't know that you can step straight back and throw the ball over that big offensive line of johnson and obviously we've seen that they've had some tough sledding running up the middle so i you know i think for the Minutemen, so those are some things you can do if you're johnson uh, you're pretty happy uh, you've been you ran the ball really really well on that first drive your defense has been playing great. You held them there to a field goal try that they missed. Uh, but I also think now that if you're Johnson, you got to get back to running that football. And maybe they got to attack the edge just a little bit more, but I don't know that that you can just sit back and throw the ball a bunch. I'm very surprised, at least me personally, that both these teams are coming out with so many wide receivers, wide outs, single backs, Um I thought I thought with this kind of with this weather there'd be a little bit more double back or full back pounding ball up the middle, but we'll see. It's going to be a good second half either way. 
Uh, both teams, I think, have a lot to look forward to. So I don't think there's going to be a – long story short, Mike, <laughs> I don't know that there's going to be a ton of adjustments you're going to do. It's just – it's going to come down to one or two plays the second half. Big run, turnover. You know, if you could stay, stay um, out of the penalty box, as I like to call it, for both teams, then you'll be all right there. Yeah, no, this wind has not died down. Those flags have been uh, steadily blowing all game, and it's going from west to east. So um, the team that's been going with the wind has had more success. Um, there hasn't been a lot of passing in this game, um, but uh, the Johnson was able to take advantage um, of a uh, receiver being flanked far out to the right and uh, being one-on-one -on -one with the smaller defender. Uh, and that was in the first quarter, Gonzalez to Moore on a nine-yard touchdown pass. And so far, that's the only score of the game. And that's been the play of the game. I mean, both teams have ran the ball well when they needed to. Central probably more as of late. But that big pitch and catch by Johnson there on third and nine, um, that's obviously been the, been the play of the game because it's, it's the only score. So that's what I'm looking for. What big play, what play call, what big, is someone going to break off a big run? Is someone going to get a big catch and run? Is there going to be a big fumble recovery? Is there going to be a, an interception that's returned? Is there going to be even, I could see one of these teams breaking even a kickoff return, which could be a big, uh, a big asset for them. So the next big play, I think, is going to really dictate who wins this game. All right, so looking ahead and uh, at the schedules for both teams, after today, Central will face Minneapolis Southwest at Minneapolis Southwest next Friday. That's a 6 o'clock start. And for Johnson, after today, they will host Highland Park, uh, and that is a 4 o'clock start next Friday. Coming into these uh, this game for both teams, Central came in 2-0. and uh, they started off the season with the win over Minneapolis Henry, 21-13. Um, Eric Erickson and I interviewed members of this team, of Central's team, at Colop uh, Restaurant to begin the new season of 651 Sports update on WFNU. And you can go back and hear that podcast that's available on iTunes and Spotify and Anchor.fm. If I could put a shameless plug in there for the show. Plug away. <laughs> and then uh, after that game, they faced Como Park last week at Como Park's brand new field. Uh, and Central comes out with the win 22 to 8. For Johnson, they come in to this game 0 and 2. So it's a big boost to the confidence to be up 7 0 at this point uh, because uh, for both games, they didn't score more than six points. The first game was against Minneapolis North, which is always a tough matchup. Uh, no matter who you are, uh, the uh, the program at uh, North uh, is quite a storied program over the last 10 years. And then they faced Minneapolis-Washburn and lost 19-6 to in that game. Looking at the standings, Brian, uh, like we said, so the Twin Cities um, district has been around for a few years now, and it's been broken up into divisions. Johnson is in the City Blue Division, which is the new name for the Blue Division. Uh, they are currently in third place behind Como Park. 
Uh, Minneapolis Southwest sits atop at one and one overall. Como, Johnson, and Minneapolis South, all of them are 0 and 2 at the moment. In the city red division, Central is sitting on top of Minneapolis North. They both hold a record of 2 and 0, but uh, for the tiebreaker, I think it comes down to point differential or point scored. So that is why Central is on top of North and Washburn. Washburn is also 2 and 0. Highland Park rounds off that division. They are 0-2, and, and they are uh, at or uh, hosting Como Park today as well. In some of the other divisions, Humboldt is on top of the Metro Lakes, Brian. They are 2-0 and to start the season. Good for them. We did a game last year with them, and they uh, they struggled quite a bit, So, it, in, at least in that game. Uh, um, but So it's good to see them at 2-0. Right. Now, they had a couple years ago, people don't know, they actually um, disbanded the varsity program and just did a freshman and JV team for a year to try to beef up the numbers because uh, the year before that, Humboldt's varsity team was made up of freshmen and sophomores because of injuries, so they didn't want to get anybody hurt. So that uh, gamble actually has paid off as they've, uh, the last couple years, they've, uh, you know, gradually gotten better, and right now, as we speak, they are 2-0 and in their division, and we'll go over the schedule for today as well. Uh, the other teams in that division are Minneapolis Henry, Harding, Minneapolis Edison, and Minneapolis Roosevelt. In the Metro Rivers division, Brexit's on top, 2-0, and above Concordia Academy and St. Agnes. They both start the year 2-0. and And like I said, next Friday we will have the St. Agnes versus Concordia game. So depending on what happens in both of their games today, uh, we could have two 3-0 and teams facing each other, uh, but we'll wait and see uh, how that goes. We'll take one week at a time, just like I'm sure the coaches of those teams would want their teams to. Uh, Academy Forest and Brooklyn Center round off that division. In the Suburban Gold, we have Fridley and St. Anthony Village sitting on top. Columbia Heights, Spectrum, and St. Croix Lutheran round off that division. And in the Suburban Maroon, it's Mound West Tonka on top of SMB is the SPA Minnehaha Blake team. Uh, they're both 2-0. and And Providence Academy and Richfield come in at 1-1. One and one. And then Bloomington Kennedy is at the bottom of that division. They are 0-2. Now coming up today, some of the games it, that will be happening around a spectrum is hosting Fridley. That game got underway at 4 o'clock. Breck is at Brooklyn Center. Uh, Minneapolis Henry versus North. That started a half hour ago at 5:30, and then starting uh, kickoff should have just kicked off for the uh, Como Highland Park game, which I mentioned, which is at Highland Park Stadium, the brand new stadium at Highland Park. Harding is traveling to Minneapolis Edison. That game got started about five minutes ago, and then later on tonight at seven o'clock, we have Academy Force at Concordia Academy. Now, Academy Force is 1-1 one one uh, right now, and uh, Concordia Academy is 2-0. and o. Providence Academy will go to Mound West Tonka. Bloomington Kennedy will take the short trip over to Richfield and face them. Minneapolis Southwest uh, will take on Washburn. And Humboldt will go to St. Agnes, so a battle of 2-0 and o teams uh, for tonight, and that is at Concordia University. Uh, it says listed here. It might be at Hamlin University. Uh, SPA, or S, I'm sorry, SMB will take on St. Croix Lutheran. St. Anthony Village will travel to Columbia Heights and Minneapolis South 
will go to Minneapolis Roosevelt. Um, I don't have any other scores of any other sports going on in the St. Paul City today. It's pretty early for anything to be uh, reported as of yet. So I don't have anything there. Um, we are going to be covering Concordia University. I want to just mention really quick on WFNULP starting next Saturday, we will have the brand new show, Concordia St. Paul Scoreboard. A lot of thought went into that name, Brian. <laughs> uh, it'll start at 9.30 a.m. Saturday mornings, and that'll air just before um, the 651 Sports Update High School show. And that show will also be hosted by me, so you'll get an hour and a half of me on Saturday mornings uh, starting next week. That's great. Yeah, so we're going to – the station's giving away – WFNU, that is, is giving away some tickets – uh, for those games um, and their next home game is next Saturday the 21st at noon against the Mankato State Mavericks so if you want to come out and support that team they would love it and if you want a chance to win you should follow uh, WFNU you can follow my um, social media accounts to 651 Sports Update either on Facebook Instagram or Twitter um, I, there's currently a Twitter I'm sorry, an Instagram giveaway going on right now. So if you go to 651 Sports Update on Instagram, you will find how to enter that contest. And we'll have tickets throughout the season. All right, so we've got three minutes and 40 seconds. Yeah, we're getting close. Uh, surprised that the teams haven't come out yet. So that, that means they're talking. They're, they're, uh, they're getting their troops ready. They're trying to figure out what they're going to do. Um, I don't know if they're drawing up some stuff, but it shouldn't be long before the, the teams come back out on the field, get ready to finish up this second half of football here on a beautiful, cloudy Friday <laughs> evening. Wait, so we had this discussion in, in the car yesterday uh, with my son and his girlfriend. Um, they both go to Highland, and his girlfriend plays on the volleyball team, on the C-Squad team, so we were talking about sports and weather conditions um, and what it would take for different sports to get canceled. Um, and we were discussing spring sports versus fall sports, Brian, because uh, in, a, in a healthy rain, a lot of spring sports would be canceled. In the fall, football and soccer play on. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, uh, not to dive too much into my personal life, but uh, I'm live in Oakdale and they shut down the fields here for the last two days because of the rain. But yeah, it's, um, it's interesting the, the dynamic, uh, when, when it drizzles and the, the baseball diamond gets a little wet and the difference between that. And then when the football field or the, the soccer pitch get a little wet, it's a little bit different. And I think personally, that's what makes these sports fun is that you have to go out, you have to play in the elements, you have to battle against adversity. Not that you don't do that in other sports as well, but yeah, you know when it's whether it's ten below zero or eighty degrees, you're still out there in your your cleats and shoulder pads and and battling through it. And the, and the same with soccer, um, with those the with the rain and the wind and and the field conditions. You just that's just part of the game. Right now, uh, the one thing that we were talking about was that they do cancel or postpone games due to lightning in the fall. So if there's ever any lightning, 
uh, they would cancel those and then try to try to play them. I remember, I think it was it was my freshman year, I want to say, or sophomore year. We had a game here, Highland versus Central, and we were pumped and everybody was pumped and both sides of the fans, they were pumped. And then next thing you know, here comes the lightning. And they took us off the field and we were sitting in the in the locker room, you know, still excited and jacked up. And then they came in and said, game's called. Yeah. That's it. We're done. Well, it's, so. it's interesting you mentioned that. I mean, well, we got some activity here up in the in the box, so that means that the game's going to get starting here soon. But yeah, I don't know if anyone was watching the Tampa Bay Bucks uh, Carolina game last night, but they had a short delay, I think about an hour, maybe 45 minutes, due to um, lightning. And they actually took all of the um, manually... Um, the manual cameras were taken, were shut down. So no one was had the ability to run the camera. They were all the cameras that were flying around, the remote cameras that are above the above the field because uh, because of the lightning uh, and that. So that was the first time I had seen that. So yes, there there definitely is a an awareness um, with the lightning, and it is a good thing. And um, player safety is number one. Uh, and we with with that said. Players are on the field, and it, the clock has hit double zero, and we're getting ready here in the next couple minutes to, to restart this game. So we got the Minutemen are out there loosening up, and Johnson's out there loosening up, getting ready for the for this half of football. Uh, Johnson is going to receive the football, so it'll be interesting to see what they do here. Uh, are they going to? My guess, and I'm, I'm sure they want to, is... They want to run the football effectively and, and run that clock down, punching another touchdown. Uh, if Johnson scores another touchdown here, I think it's going to be pretty tough for Central to come back. Central, you're thinking, we want to kick it deep. We want to pin them down. We want to get them a three and out and get good field position and tie this game up. So I'm sure they're all pretty excited to, to get back out here and playing. Um, and see what happens and hopefully we can get a name on that 44 mike yeah that's uh exactly what uh i was gonna do here and then i didn't do it i just noticed that um i put out some false information about this game as far as how people can hear this game and so now i'm just trying to correct it. oh well that's okay you may make sure everybody makes mistakes mike <laughs> yeah looks like somebody caught that for me so it's not like uh it's not the information isn't out there, so I'm just gonna correct that, and then we will. I will go over and try to find out if we can uh, get a name for number 44 here. So if you want to just tap dance for me for yep. just a second, I'll try to get that. I can tap dance. Looks like they got the lights on here now on the field, brighten things up a little bit. It's not too. It's not dark here necessarily, but we got an overcast. And uh, with the wind blowing, uh, they're going to put the lights on here because probably within the next 45 minutes or so towards the end of this game, those lights are going to be needed. Um, so the, the teams are about to take a, take the sidelines here and get ready for kickoff. Um, we'll see what kind of return Johnson's going to set up here. Uh, I know that the Minutemen are going to be blazing down the field and trying to make a, a big tackle pin them deep and oh mike you're back hey how's it going 
Yeah, that tap dancing's fun. Uh, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I found out that uh, nobody has a name oh. for number 44. Okay, well, we will just call him 44 then. Yes, or so number 44 will be, uh, unfortunately, the only way we'll be able to uh, uh, refer to him as. Well, whoever he is, good job, number 44, and we'll see what you can do the second half. All right, so both teams are getting ready. They will come out and get ready to receive. Moberg will be back deep for the Governors. 7 nothing to begin the second half. Johnson on top of Central. Kicking off for Central, I would assume, will be O'Mealy. Now, Molberg's been, been a little slippery today, and this is one of those situations where you you got to get down. If you're the Minutemen, you want to get down there and make a good tackle. You don't want uh, you don't want a big return here by the Governors. And Molberg is a guy who can do that. All right, so O'Mealy's kick is off, and it's a little short. It'll bounce at the 15. Molberg picks it up at the 10. Molberg cuts it up the field. Gets round to the outside, and he's got some room. Breaks a couple tackles. He gets out to the 50, to the 45, and finally gets taken down from behind. Yep, and that's, if you're the Minutemen, that's exactly what you didn't want. And if you're the Governors, you're loving it because they kicked it, and it was a good kick. It bounced, and, and Moberg had to take a little time to scoop it up. So they had guys screaming down there, and sometimes when you're, when you're flying down there and you're just so amped up, you, you over-pursue. And exactly what happened there was the Minutemen over-pursued on a couple tackles and they were able to get a big return and it looks like we have a Minutemen down. Yeah, that's number 13, Michael Ryans. Coach Howell will come out. I was wondering how all the players got on their knees. I couldn't see anybody, but it was because he was all the way back at the 17-yard line. Looks like maybe he had the wind knocked out of him. Yeah, he was a guy who was just flying down there, and, and I get it. And he just he over-pursued and, and flew right by. So I don't know if, if uh, it looks like he's holding his right arm. So maybe when he dove, he came down on his arm a little bit or twisted, and hopefully he's okay. Um, but he was definitely given 100% effort on there, trying to get down there and make that tackle. All right, so the Governors come out in pretty much the same formation. They've got Knox flanked way out to the right. And Gonzalez will, oh, that was a direct snap to Moberg, actually. And uh, he'll get out to the 40, so about a gain of four on the play. Yeah, this is kind of what I anticipated. This, these, that was a run that I hadn't seen probably since their, their touchdown drive. And I'm maybe I'm sure they ran it, and I might have missed it. But uh, just that um, direct snap to the quarterback, he delays, lets the running back run up in there and block, and gets five yards. All right, so uh, Moberg will take the snap again. Same play to the other side, Mike. So they ran that. Oh, whoa! Someone came out of the pile with the ball, but oh, oh. looks like they are giving it to Central. There was a fumble on the play. Um, I'm not sure why they blew that dead, seeing that the Minutemen that recovered it was 
Looked like he was clear on his way. Yeah, I was just just talking about how they ran that same play to the other side. It was just the quarterback kind of delay, run up the middle, and you know when when you run up the middle, the big the big pile of guys. Obviously, that ball popped out, and one of the minute men came came up running with the ball. So it's minute men ball at the their own 36 yard line. All right, so big step for the defense. One of the receivers for the Minutemen's on the wrong side of the field. He quickly gets up there, and Tao puts Cobb in motion, and there's that sweep, but he gets breaks it out to the left side a little bit more. He gets a good six or seven yards on that carry. Yeah, it's a jet sweep, but the sweep doesn't go around end. It's it's kind of a, a – I wish I could see a little bit more what the blocking scheme is, it, but uh, – the receiver comes in motion and the jet sweep, they hand the ball off and he cuts it right off the right off tackle there. And when it's blocked, when it's blocked the way it should be, it's, it's a six yard gain. Um, we'll see if they go back to that now on a second and four. All right. So Tao's got an empty backfield behind him. He's in shotgun. Sends a guy in motion and he keeps it. Looks like he was, uh, was, I don't know if it was a bobbled snap or just a bobbled fake to Cobb, but he ends up keeping it, and Isaiah Tao gets one yard on the play. Well, it, that's a good question, Mike. It, it appears that he it was they were faking the same jet sweep motion towards the opposite way, and the quarterback was going to keep it and go the other way. So it's, hey, we're going to run this jet sweep off tackle, and get the defense aware of that now. Instead of doing that, the quarterback's going to pull down and go the opposite way, and there just wasn't enough room for the quarterback to get through and uh, maybe gained a yard on that play. So Tao takes the snap. He's going to get back to pass. Doesn't find anybody. He takes off and just throws it away. He's outside the tackle box, so there won't be any intentional grounding. Yeah, interesting play call on that. Uh, you know, Tao's been playing a really well, good looks game. Looks like they are going to give it an intentional grounding or yeah. maybe a late hit out of bounds. We'll see what this is. There's a flag down, though, on the sideline. Coach Howell doesn't look too happy, so. And I guess I'm not sure what the rule is in high school for intentional grounding. Maybe yeah. just the fact that you threw it away doesn't matter where you are. Well, it's an interesting play call, and I don't want to – I don't want to say any, say that you know I know everything here, but um, Isaiah Tal is stepping in and he's doing a great, great job. He's just he's five eight and he's dropping straight back, looking over these big guys, and there's just not a lot for him. You got to get him outside, and if you're going to let him throw, get him outside the pocket, let him see something, let him throw the ball. All right, so Central will have to punt now. Oh, offsides there, I would think. Offsides, Johnson try almost got there. Moberg back. He catches it at the oh, 25, calls for a fair catch. Um, there was no flag, though. No, there wasn't a flag. It looked like that might be the second offside penalty that the, the refs have missed today. Uh, obviously, I don't know that would have mattered too much. Central would have been punting anyway, and any time you can get uh, them to fair catch the ball and not return it, it's probably a win for the Minutemen. So now the defense is back on the field. Uh want to say how well now i know i've said it a couple of times but the the minimum defense has really stepped up here uh, but i'm guessing that pretty soon johnson's gonna break one Let's see if the defense can hold or if, if johnson's gonna break a big play here 
Right, Gonzalez getting ready for the snap. Looks like it's going to go right to him this time. He hands off to Milberg. Nope, he keeps it, and he breaks off the left-hand side. He's got room, and he's almost gone here. We got one guy to beat. Cobb is right behind him, and he can't take him down, and Gonzalez will run in for a touchdown. That was an 80-yard sprint for Gonzalez once he got around the edge. Well, he had one man to beat, and that was Cobb, and Cobb couldn't take him down. So we've been talking about the zone read all day long, and for the most part, uh, the quarterbacks have been giving the ball to the running backs. Off tackle, up the middle, off tackle, up the middle. Very rarely have they pulled the ball down and, and run with it. Well, here you got a situation where like, just Central's defense is playing really, really well. They go to the zone read. looks like they're going to hand off tackle. The Minutemen defense swarm to that guy, and Gonzalez just pulls it down, and once he got around the corner, once he got around the edge, uh, he was gone. Looks like they may have missed the extra point there. That's right. Knox is extra. Does not get it in there. Goes off to the right. So it's 13-0. Johnson ahead of Central with 9-12 left to go in the third quarter. That was, uh, like you said, Brian, you were you had that feeling that they were just about ready to bust one off, and there it was. Yeah, they, they've been running the ball really, really well, and I'm glad that they stuck with the play. They've been st sticking with the run. They, they're they not trying to throw the ball downfield. There, there was a drive there, I think, maybe early in the – or late in the first quarter, early in the second quarter, where they were dropping back, they threw a couple times, and I was a little confused on why they would want to do that with the way that they've been running so well. And when your defense is on the field that much, you know they're they're going to get tired. And it looked like when Gonzalez hit that corner, he had another gear, and there wasn't anyone that was going to catch him. So now, if you're the Minutemen, you really got to regroup. You you got to respond here. You can't go three and out and put your defense back on the field. It's really going to be tough for them. Um, you hope to get a return here, get some good field position, and then I'd, I'd really like to see uh, what kind of offensive play calls they're going to they're going to call. They're going to have to get a little bit more creative, I think, beyond the beyond the the run off, running off tackle, the jet sweep off tackle. Uh, they're going to have to try and get the ball downfield a little bit. Yeah, now after that run, Coach Moberg goes up to uh, Gonzalez and gives him an attaboy a couple of times with a couple of chest bumps there. So that was nice to see. There's the kickoff for Johnson, and Duncans takes that on the far side with the good return. Looks like he's out of bounds at about the Central 40. So good return. So, so far, so good for the response from Central. Oh, it looks like he's out at the 32. Two yard line. Yeah, it's still good field position. I mean, Central has had some good field position from time to time, and remember they were down first and goal from the nine and missed a field goal. So, John or Central has had had some ability to move the ball, has some ability had ability to score. Uh, they just have lacked that big play. Um, the big play, obviously, here with the big run and the nice throw for the touchdown. Central needs something good to happen on offense for them to get back in this game. All right, so Tao will take the snap here. He will not hand off to Cobb. He hands it off to, uh, that's Hall, Jonathan Hall. And Hall is stopped actually for a loss. He loses ten, two yards on the play. Well, the one thing I'll tell you right now is that Johnson is not fooled by the guy going in motion. 
they're the guy who's coming across on the jet sweep is not fooling them when they fake it and they hand the ball off up up the middle. It would appear right now the only time that the Minutemen are really getting some good yardage is when they're handing it off to that guy coming in the jet sweep. So I would anticipate they'll go back to that. Uh, I don't know if they have something they can play action off of that, but they got to get a first down here. Receiver in motion. Tau goes back to pass, and he was intended target was Liam Liu, but that uh, was a little low and bounced off the turf. That'll bring up third down. Third and 12. You're in a tough situation here because you, you got you to gotta try and draw up a play to get the first down, but you also don't want to turn the ball over. I guess it's not the end of the world if you have to punt here and get your defense back out there, but like I said, someone, um, some big playmaker, one of the playmakers on on Central's offense is really going to have to step up to get back in this game and give give Johnson credit for holding them down. Okay, Central had two receivers out. Fake pass. Tau back to pass again. He's open. To the left-hand side. Ah, he had a guy open too. And he decided to go a little shallow. Couldn't quite see who that receiver was, but he's down on the ground with the flag on the ground as well, so we'll see what the penalty is. Yeah, he had... Referee's timeout. He had Curtis Favors wide open right at the sticks for a first down. I don't know if you saw him. He, he, he elected to throw in to the underneath guy who was actually covered. He threw a little bit um, low, so the receiver couldn't couldn't catch the ball. Well, hopefully he's okay. It looks like he's up walking off. Yep. Um, the flag looks like it might be somewhere where it was on, on the defense there, but I don't see... It's like pass interference against Johnson. Yeah, that would be a first down. Okay, Central. What are you going to do with it now? Get, you got you got a little bit of a gift there. Well, I don't know how many penalties Johnson has, but I can't remember. Maybe two, maybe an offsides penalty besides that one. So, so they've been very disciplined and, and played some really good defense. Central put Cobbs in motion. Another jet sweep over to the left. He finds some room, and he gets about oh, eight yards. Fumble. Fumbles the ball, though. Johnson's still trying to recover, and looks like they do. So unfortunate for the Minutemen. They finally bust a good yard, uh, good nine-yard run, and Cobb coughs it up, and Johnson will recover the ball. Yeah, he he had a seam, and it looked like he could even broke it even more. I, I don't know who knocked the ball out or what happened there, but he was he was trucking and looked like they were going to get a first down in Johnson territory, and the ball bounced, bounced about 15 yards downfield. So now the governor's got the ball first and 10 from the 39-yard, 34-yard. I'm guessing based on celebration coming up the field, it was uh, Drake Teal, number two for Johnson. Gonzalez getting ready. Actually, they went uh, four wide receivers, three left, one right. Great play. Gonzalez gets taken down behind the line by Curtis Favors. Like you said, that was a great pursuit and tackle. Well, what was great was that um, Curtis uh, Favors wasn't fooled by the fake. So it was the quarter quarterback 
drop back, fakes the handoff, sometimes can freeze the linebacker. Linebacker didn't didn't bite on the fake, got right in the backfield, got him for a three-yard loss. All right, Johnson back to their two receivers left, two receivers right, shotgun formation or pistol formation. Hand off to Moberg. Moberg up the middle. He finds some yardage. And looks like he gets five of the original yards back. I think uh, for about eight yards or nine yards on the carry. That'll bring up third down. Yeah, I really like the way he runs. He hit that hole and he and he wasn't trying to he wasn't trying to get to to run the ball for a touchdown. He was trying to get as hard as he could to hit that hole and he knocked a Minuteman defender back about two yards. Got eight, nine yards on that play. All right, so we got third and looks like a long three, maybe third and four to go for Johnson. Hand off to Moberg up the middle. Looks like he's got a seam, and he's going to go all the way into the end zone on this one too. Nobody will stop him. Moberg with a looks like a 40 or sorry, 54-yard run. Yeah, the governors. You're starting to just see the running game from Johnson just wear out this central defense. Um, Central's kind of walking around, hands on their hips. Uh, they are obviously not happy, a little shell-shocked. And that was just a straight run right up the middle, and once he got to second level, he was gone. So uh, at this point, 19 nothing. Looks like they're going to go for two and try and make it 21-0. to zero. Yeah, I shorted Moberg on that run. It was actually a 59-yard run for the senior. They're going to go for two on this one. Gonzalez back to pass. And, ooh, and it looks like, was it caught? No, incomplete. It, looks like he, he bobbled it. it a little bit. He had it. So that will be incomplete, which will bring the score 19-0. to zero. Johnson on top of Central. I noticed on that play, Brian, just anecdotally, if I can get that yeah. word out now. Anecdotally. There you go. Uh, when Gonzalez handed that ball off to Moberg, he gave him a big push in the back. Yeah, to keep like going. He was uh, <laughs> trying to help him through that, that line there. Regardless of whether or not that, that helped, Moberg did all the work himself getting through, uh, like you said, that second level. And then after that, it was just who can, who can catch me and nobody could. Well, I'm really impressed. I, I, I'd love to go back and see the stat lines on Johnson's two losses to Minneapolis North and Minneapolis Washburn because they've got to have close. To, well, they yeah, they got to have close to 200 yards rushing here today. Um, maybe a little bit less, but their ability to run the ball, pound the ball, they run hard, they break tackles, and they're just imposing their will on the Central Minutemen right now, and they're going to be tough to stop. I don't see the Johnson going away uh, from that game plan anytime soon. So it looked like we were talking about at halftime what any adjustments that would be done. Looks like Johnson is just going to keep doing what they were doing. That's a short kickoff uh, from Knox to, to Central. I couldn't quite see. Looks like that was number 15. 15. That was Dante, Dante Jackson. Jack. He's a freshman, I believe. Correct? Yes, he's a freshman. Uh, not a bad return, but the uh, the poor kick aided in that for sure. So Central won't start uh, that badly at all. It's the forty, I'm sorry, thirty-five yard line 
on their side of the field. So we'll see what happens, see if uh, Central can bounce back uh, from that. Well, it's been penalties and turnovers for the Minutemen, and um, obviously Johnson has taken advantage of that with two big runs and a nice, uh, nice pass for a touchdown. So still some time left here for the Minutemen to see what they can do and trying to make a play. Tau hands it off to number 40, O'Mealy. And uh, one of the Johnson defenders was trying to tackle him by just holding on to the back of his shirt, and that didn't even slow O'Mealy down at all. No, it didn't. It was a nice run, but like we've been saying all night, the Johnson defenders are all over the place. They He got hit in the backfield. I thought he was going to bust through that guy, and he still was able to hold on to his jersey, slow him down, so he only got five yards. So, again, a lot of credit to the defensive line and linebackers for uh, for the governors here this this evening. I think we're going to see Cobbs in motion here. Nope, we don't. It's a handoff to O'Mealy. O'Mealy stopped at the line. Holy cow, looks like there's a fumble yeah. on the play. Johnson may have recovered, and they did. So O'Mealy fumbles the ball. Johnson is there. Looks like Knox, their kicker and wide receiver, was the one who recovered, and he'll stay out there on the field to play offense. Yeah, now you start to feel a little bad for this this uh, Minutemen defense because they're just gassed. I don't know what the, what they're going to be able to do here much with the way that the Governors have been running the ball. But uh, Central, again, puts the ball on the ground. The Governors jump on it. And another turnover with 5.25 left to go in the third. Okay, so first and goal on the Central 35. Gonzalez will... Call out signals. And it's a fake handoff to Moberg. Gonzalez has nowhere to go, but he does find some room there. Ooh, looks like he turned uh, a negative play into a positive play. He was stopped behind the line of scrimmage, but is able to get five yards on that carry. Well, we said it. I don't know how many times we said it tonight, but negative two, three-yard loss, which looked like was going to be for Johnson, turns it into a five-yard gain. Just the ability to be elusive, break tackles, and, and run hard. And I don't see them going away from that here on this next play. All right, Knox on this side and the near side of the field, about 30 yards away from his quarterback. Gonzalez with the snap, holds it himself. Gets about another three yards on the play. Yeah, just to run up the middle. Looks like it's third down and two. Yeah, this Johnson uh, offense, they, it's nothing fancy. It's just a quarterback snap, and it's either going to Moberg or Gonzalez with a, a pass attempt thrown in here and there. And it's yeah. basically just uh, daring the, the defense to stop your, your run game that's going right up the middle. Yeah, it's spread you out and run. So, I mean, you got four wide, and... And you really just got the quarterback and, and a single back in the backfield, and that's really all they're doing. Gonzalez actually back to pass this time. Finds his receiver, Knox, and he is able to, to shed his defender, and he gets into the end zone for a touchdown. Cobbs was on the 
coverage on that play, but is unable to stop Knox from the catch and the run after. Well, that was impressive. Here, I'm as soon as they took the snap and dropped back, I said, well, the only thing that's even going to give Central even a glimmer of hope to get back in this game is a defensive touchdown. And So they drop back to throw, and I'm thinking, oh, boy, here we go. And he throws a bullet to Knox. Bullet goes up and catch, or Knox goes up and catches it with both of his hands, not into his body, just like you're supposed to. Great throw and catch. That was impressive. All right, so Johnson will line up for two again. Trying to get back a couple that they missed. Snap goes to Gonzalez. He'll go back to pass, and that's knocked down at the line. May have actually been in the back of uh, one of his offensive lineman's helmets. But either way, no good on the attempt. 25-0, Johnson over Central with three minutes and 47 seconds left to go here at James Griffin Stadium in St. Paul. I'm Mike Resendez. Brian Fearing is with me. Thank you for joining us tonight. Abs absolutely. It's been fun, and thank you for uh, everyone for listening to us. Uh, we've had a pretty good game up. It was pretty close, pretty tight. 7 to nothing. Johnson at the halftime, and Johnson is just blowing up here in the last uh, few minutes with uh, 3 minutes and 47 seconds left to go. Uh, two big runs and a, and a nice throw and catch for three touchdowns here in this quarter. That's right. We still have uh, 347 left. Now we do have a soccer score that has come in, and it's on the girls' side, and uh, Washington has defeated Harding 4-0 today. So we did get that score, and if we get any more scores, um, I will let you know as they pertain to the St. Paul City. So we will have Johnson's getting ready to kick off. Looks like we have a new kicker kicking off, and if I get his number, I will pass that along, but it does not look like a 15 out there. Yeah, I can't we'll see See either. if he cooperates and turns around for us no, for a second here. Come on, buddy. Is it a 10? No, it looks like a... Well, I got glasses on. Can't <laughs> <see>. <laughs> All right, well, there's the kick regardless. Goes to one of the up men again, number 15 for Central. He finds some room up the middle. He's got some space, and he takes it out to the 42 or 43-yard line. Dante Jackson. Um, let's see, there's the kicker, number 19, looks like possibly. 19. Michael Perez. All right. Good, nice kick, Michael Perez. Or there is a 10 out there, too. How about we throw his number out sure. there, too, and number he's 10. not listed. Yeah. No, number 10, or 18, good job. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's not listed either. <laughs> sorry. These, uh, the Johnson jerseys, uh, the way the numbers are, if there's a fold in the jersey as they come out, like underneath the, the chest pad uh, part of their... their uh, you mean shoulder pads? Shoulder pads. It's just it's hard to tell what they are. Anyway, Tao goes back to pass, and he connects with Cobbs. Cobbs gets a seven-yard gain on the far sideline. So they'll bring up second and three. Good little play there. A little rollout pass. You get your tight end out in the flat. You get it. It's it's a quick pitch and catch. Um, I like that. So if you're the Minutemen here, the season still a long way to go. This game isn't going the way you, you'd wanted it to. Looks like you got an injury. Who knows how bad the injuries are, are on the sideline over there. 
But this is when you can get better in these games. You still got to keep playing and and do get some positive things on tape to work work towards for the next week. Cops goes in motion. Tao fakes the handoff. He's in trouble. He's going to roll out, but there's too many Johnson defenders back there, so he's going to lose a good chunk of yardage. It looks like about six or seven yards. Well, it looks like Johnson just kind of pinning their ears back and flying around. This is a, a lot of fun when when you're playing defense when you're up 25 to nothing. You could just be, you know, overly aggressive and fly around and and make big plays, and it really puts a lot of pressure on on the offense to do something. But if they're going to be aggressive, they might over pursue. They might make a mistake, um, and maybe Central can at least get on the board here this quarter and play out the fourth. So Tao will take the pat or the snap. He's going to roll out the pass. He's got a receiver, and it's intercepted. Looks like it's intercepted. He was trying to get it to O'Mealy. intercepted by the Governors. Not quite sure who got. It looks like Moberg. Yeah, Moberg's all over the place. Offensive he, star, defensive star. He's gonna he's gonna do it all for the Governors again this year. Well. The question might be here soon for the governors is, and I don't know how many they suit up and, and bring over, but maybe you start getting some of your big players out of this game here so no one gets hurt because um, you got some studs out there, and obviously you want them to play and you want them to um, have fun, but you also, when you're up by so much it's towards the end of the game, you don't want anyone getting hurt either. All right, so the governors come out with three receivers on the near side. Still in that pistol formation. Gonzalez back to pass. Oh. And he gets intercepted by Central, and he's got some space, and he's on the far sideline. Yeah. Gets about 20 yards on that return, and that was number 15, Dante Jackson. Whoops, sorry, Alex Hurla. Yeah. Alex Hurla, number 16. It's kind of nice being this close to the PA announcer. Brian, we can actually hear the names when I get it wrong. Yeah. Well, I, I guess what you're, Johnson's thinking. Well, we're up. We can try some passing plays and see how they work. I, I don't know. I don't get why you would be throwing the ball right now. I still think the game's pretty far out of reach for Central. But this is high school football. You never know what can happen. So now they throw an interception and Minutemen have the ball in Johnson territory. All right. So Central will get up to the line. Tao barks out the signals. Cobbs goes into motion, and it's a handoff to him, and there's a flag down. We'll probably have a false start on the Minutemen. So it's a story of the game for Central early, and uh, hopefully it, this, doesn't, this trend doesn't start again for them, but uh, they've been uh, having a lot of penalties go against them today. Turnovers and penalties, Mike, it's really been tough. I mean, I don't want to take away from the big plays that the governors have had, but Really, the turnovers and penalties have, have not allowed the Minutemen to stay in this game. Cops goes in motion again. There's a handoff to him on the jet sweep up the middle. But Johnson is right there, and meeting him first was number 51, Luis Fuentes. Defensive tackle, 250-pound, 5'10", senior. Yeah, it, looking at the... Yeah, sometimes these... 
these weights can and heights can be a little deceiving. I remember I was probably about 15 pounds heavier in the, <laughs> in the program than I was when I played. But there are some big, big boys on, on Johnson's side of the football. I mean, obviously Central has some big boys too, but some big boys and some a lot of senior and, and juniors over there on the, on the Johnson side of the ball. So they're going to have a lot of good leadership uh, this year and next year. You know, Tao with the snap oh. gets intercepted again by guess who, Moberg. He's got nobody in front of him. He's going to take it all the way to the house. He's at the 10-5 end zone. Touchdown, Johnson, once again. Well, you got a backup quarterback coming in. Um, so Isaiah Tao has come in, and he's trying to do the best that he can. He gets a rollout pass. The guy was covered. He's throwing it up, hoping that someone can make a play, and Johnson made the play. And uh, Moberg takes it. It was a no-doubter. Once he got it, he was gone. And uh, this game has completely gone in the favor of the Governors after halftime. So right now it's 31-0. Governors on top of Central. I think uh, the Governors starting the season off 0-2 are unfortunately taking their uh, early season frustrations out on Central. And uh, right now they're just having their way. Yeah, it 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 really looks like the governors can do whatever they want to do. I mean, their their pass, the few passes that they've thrown have been really nice plays. They're running the ball well. Their defense is causing turnovers and and pick sixes. And uh, Central is just kind of doesn't know what to do at this point. All right, Gonzalez takes the snap, tries for two, and he gets in. And uh, does a little razzle-dazzle to get in there, but he finally gets in. So that will bring the score to 33-0 in favor of Johnson. 129 left to go in the third quarter. So we still have uh, over nine, or just under nine and a half minutes of football still to play. So we'll see. Like you said, Brian, it'll be interesting to see how, how long the governors will keep their starters in. Yeah, and the same with Central. I mean, this is a home game. You get to... Usually, and, and it may be different now, but usually in home games you can dress as many people as you want, and I don't <laughs> know if they got. Central has a young roster. I'm looking at the roster here, and there's a lot of nines and tens in there. Now, they did get to the second round of the playoffs last year. I don't know if they lost a lot of seniors. I didn't, I didn't, uh, didn't get that information as much as I would have liked to. But anyway, this is an opportunity for a lot of these young guys to get some experience on the central side of the ball too. So two programs, maybe two different directions right now since the, the game is kind of out of reach. So you get you get uh, some of those young guys in there banging around at home, and if you're the governors, you get maybe some of your playmakers out of there and let some of your other younger guys get some experience. But it doesn't look like they have one freshman on their roster for the, for the governors there, Mike. No, I don't see one. I see some couple of sophomores, but mostly juniors and seniors. Number 18 is kicking off again for Johnson. And looks like he's a line drive kick right down the middle. Goes to one of the up men for the Minutemen. And that goes to number 40, O'Mealy. Duncans was back for the Minutemen again on that kickoff. But uh, it was a short kick. Looks like it'll be at the 30. 30-yard line, it looks like. So we'll see. Let's see who's coming in here for the Minutemen. Looks like still got their their starting squad out there. 
But I would anticipate now it's about working on your plays. What plays do we need to work on? What what what, do, what can we get better at here? It's not just drop back, throw the ball. It's just not going to not going to. It looks like they might have we someone have a in new there. quarterback in there. Might be Robert Logan, but I'm not sure. It looks like number eight or number six. Number six, I think. Cole Fee. Cole Fee, freshman. Here we go, freshman. And he hands it oh. off to O'Mealy. O'Mealy with oh, the good yeah. run. There we go. And he pounds it down for a 12-yard gain, 13-yard gain, excuse me. Yeah, nice run there. He broke some tackles. Freshman fakes, hands off. Looked like he might have got a little happy feet there for a second, but he got the <laughs> handoff off. Yep. And uh, number 40 rumbles down for a first down. So that's what I'm talking about right here. Get some positive yards. Get some positive plays so you can at least – Walk off the field today saying, hey, we did some good things out there. We got some things we need to improve on. But we know that we can do these things and we can get better at it. All right, so Fee back there calling out the signals, getting ready for the snap. Cobbs in motion, fake handoff to Cobbs. Hands it to O'Mealy. O'Mealy gets stopped, bounces around, but Johnson is Johnson's there. Their, uh, their defense has usually stopped O'Mealy in the backfield, and that was Moberg on the tackle on that one. Well, at this point in time, with a freshman quarterback in, the defense is going, well, we're just going to blitz every run. We can run blitz. We can we can hit the gaps. We don't have to worry about this kid really dropping back and throwing the ball. And not that they did too much throwing when, um, when Isaiah Tao was in there, but now you, it's really tough on the offensive line to be able to block these guys because they're just coming in and they're flying around. Looks like that's going to take us to the end of the fourth quarter. Um, but we've got a freshman quarterback in for Central, and this will be some good experience for him. And maybe, just maybe, we'll see a star born here tonight, am I? <laughs> <laughs> if he can bring him back from 33 down... I think Coach Hall would have no choice but to start on the rest of the season. So 12 minutes to go uh, as we start the fourth quarter here. It'll be second and 15, ball on the 39-yard line. Um, and both teams will get in their huddles before uh, the fourth quarter starts. Now, if you missed any of this game, it'll be available via podcast later on tonight. Um, and uh, it'll be available on all the big platforms. Like I mentioned earlier, it'll be on uh, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. This game will be available. I'm just going to see if we have any other scores that have come in uh, for the St. Paul City side of things. And uh looks like for girls soccer, Como Park over Central 2-1. to one. And there's the snap, and that's a oh handoff boy, up the middle. And that is O'Mealy ah, again. Man. Here comes a flag, too. It looks like we have a flag on the play, and that might wipe out O'Mealy's. Looks like about a 15-yard run. Unfortunately for Central, that'll come back. Well, Central's frustrated. I'm sure those guys up front, they've been battling hard, and the Johnson defenders just keep getting in. They keep getting in. They keep shooting gaps. They keep blitzing on you. And, and sometimes you, you get a little frustrated and you just grab them. I didn't see the play, but obviously 
Uh, I'm sure it was a holding, um, but it was a nice run there for the Minuteman, and now now backs you up to second and 24, and you're in a tough spot. All right, we actually have a cross-country result in for St. Agnes on the girls' side at the St. Kate's uh, Invitational here. Three personal records were set on the ladies' side, and on the boys' side, uh, Vaughn Wolf finished in the top ten. Central gets ready to take the snap again. Cole Fee snaps back. He goes back to pass. Doesn't have a receiver in that area, but um, it was Johnson had a free runner going at him. So he tried to get rid of that ball a lot sooner than he wanted to. Yeah, I don't know. It looked like they may have had number um, eight, Robert Logan, there just kind of behind the linebackers. Maybe that's where he was trying to throw the ball about five yards downfield, but he dropped back once his back foot hit the, hit, hit the drop. Um, he had about three guys in his face, so he had to get rid of it and uh, fell incomplete, third and 24. V calling out the signals, Cobb's in motion. And looks like Cobb's got the handoff. He goes up the middle. And he gets some positive yardage. He gets about eight yards. That was a, a quick, fast handoff. I thought maybe Fee had kept that ball the way he reacted. But uh, Cobbs uh, did grab that ball. Yep, just that jet sweep action off tackle again that they've had a lot of a lot of success on. They've just fumbled the ball, I think, at least twice, two times that I can remember off that off that same play. So, so with 11 minutes and counting here, uh, looks like uh, the Central's just going to punt the ball and play out the rest of the game. So fourth and 15, O'Mealy's punt, kind of a shallow line drive, takes a good bounce. Moberg, yeah, I don't looks know. Looks like I don't know what he was doing. It looks like he was going to try to attempt and then didn't. He ends up doing the smart thing and backing up and letting Central down it. So they will. The Governors will take over at the 27, 28 yard line. Yeah, it looks like the starters are still going out in the game for the Governors there. 10.44 left in the fourth quarter, 33-0, Johnson over Central. We are live at Griffin Stadium. Looks like Moberg is yep, actually Moberg's coming out. out. Yep, that's smart. Gets a high five from his coaches, so I would assume that his day is done. Getting congratulations from his teammates, and why not? He had a great game. Johnson spreads out his uh, their receivers. They've got them really spread out, like twins on either side. Yeah, they're almost stacked. Gonzalez takes a snap. He hands it off. And uh, we'll get the number on the new running back out there that took over for Moberg. Like uh, 29, maybe? Yeah, that's what I was. We'll go with it. Daniel hey. Lee. Daniel Lee, he's a running back. 165 <laughs> pounds, 5'8". And he's one of their few sophomores. So it's not a surprise that... They'd get him some action here while the game winds down. Gonzalez surveys the field, gets ready to take the snap. Doing the hard count, and Lee cuts it up the middle, gains some yards. Looks like he gets about two to three yards. 
Yeah, they're really spreading. I mean, there's no way these D-backs here on this side, this our side of the field, are, would even be close to in the play. Um, you know, it's it's inter I, I, you know I don't know that I've seen that in, at, the, at the high school level before. I'm sure that they, not that I'm a, going out and watching a bunch of high school <laughs> games every, every Friday night, but now they got trips to the short side of the field. Been their passing formation usually, but maybe they'll throw a wrinkle in and hand it off to Lee. Being up 33, you would think they would. Nope, they will. Gonzalez will roll out and keep it himself though. And he tries to get a few yards. It looks like he's got enough yeah. for the first down. Yeah, I don't know if it was a roll. It looked like it might have been just a sprint option uh, to the um, far side of the far side of the field or wide side of the field. Sorry about that. And uh, now big number 44 is coming in the game. I wonder if he's going to get the ball. Yep, looks like they're switching quarterback. Moberg will be going in at quarterback as Gonzalez hands over the wristband. Oh. Uh oh, we got someone yelling in the press box, so we apologize in advance. All right, so we have Moberg in at quarterback, number 44. The big bowling ball is in there at running back. I'm going to guess a handoff. Yeah, I think so. The 44. Let's see what happens. There it is. There's the handoff, and he's getting it up the middle. He's got some room. He's got some space, and he is taken down <laughs> 10 yards past the line to gain. Yeah, about a 20-yard run there. He just rumbling through. Not that he was slow by any means. He, no. he had some giddy-up, and it's just yeah, running he, through people. Yep. They had two, two minute men trying to tackle him. Eight, eight minutes, 24. 23, 22 seconds to go. Now, Moberg is no stranger to playing quarterback uh, for the Governors. So he's pretty comfortable back there. But I would assume that it's going to go to number 44 again. Nope, Moberg will take it. He'll use 44 as a blocker. Moberg cuts it off to the left-hand side. He gains the corner. He's going to go all the way again. Unless somebody can stop him and nobody will. End zone touchdown. Moberg on the carry again. For a 40-yard gain, but there is a flag on the play, so hold up. It'll probably be coming back. And we got another minute man down. And looks like that yeah, looks like they're going to be bringing it back. Unfortunately, black block in the back on Johnson. Yeah, I saw the block. I I didn't. I thought it was a pretty good block. Um, the offensive player was coming to block, and, and the defensive player just kind of turned his back to him at the last second, trying to get around him. But either way, the, the ref saw it was blocking the back, so it's going to come back, and we'll hope that uh, the Minuteman uh, player who's banged up is okay. We can play on here. So it'll be first... First and eight after the penalty because it's a spot foul. And they'll be on the 38-yard line, 7.58 to go. Johnson up 33-0 over Central. Um, I don't, this isn't the score I thought we'd have at the uh, at this point of the game, Brian, with uh, it being 7-0 at the halftime. No, I just – they just wore down Central. I mean, when I say they, the governors, they just wore them down with their run game, and soon enough, sooner or later it was that big run 
right out of the half was that uh um Gonzalez but, with an 80-yard run. Yeah, that was the one. I rem- that was the one that really just kind of knocked it seemed like it knocked the wind out of Central and then after that it just kind of everything kind of crumbled for him and it's tough. You you're battling, you're battling, you're battling and then someone busts a long touchdown like that and then you go three and on an offense and they get another one and things just seem to seem to snowball on you. Game gets out of control and out of hand, but you're still, you know, you still got seven minutes left, uh, a little over seven minutes left, and you get a chance to play football. And so hopefully these uh, young men take advantage of the next seven minutes and and uh, play as hard as they can, and whatever the score is at the end of the game, that's that's what it what it will be. All right, that was Cobbs who was down for Central, but he gets up and walks off on his own power. He'll be checked out by the trainers on the opposite side. Moberg ready for the snap. Calls out the signals. There it is. Hands off to 44. Oh, and he runs over a couple of Minutemen, and he's finally taken down by about six of them. Well, let me tell you how difficult this number 44, and I don't know if we'll ever find out who he is, the mystery man. But number 40 for Central is uh, Jahim O'Malley. Uh, he's pretty big guy. I'm sorry. Yeah, Jahim O'Malley. And he ran up to hit hit big number 44 and just kind of bounced right off of him. Now, he made the play. He, got, he, he didn't gain any more yards, but it was a big collision, and he's tough to tackle, Mike. All right. Moberg calls out the signal, hands off to 44 again, and he lowers his shoulder getting ready for that impact. And he takes on O'Mealy again. <laughs> to his yeah. credit, he's finishing those tackles, but 44, he saw him from about three yards away, and he just ducked down because he knew exactly what he wanted to do. He's going to put a shoulder into him, and it worked out. Yeah, no, he's going to come out the game, get a little rest, to put the sophomore back in. Thaddeus uh, Corneal comes in for 44. Corneal is a 5'10", 200-pound senior. Okay. Unless I got the number wrong, Brian. I mean, like, I've been getting them wrong all day, but I think it's right. Mobert uh, ke- te- keeps it on a option, and it looks like he's got enough for a first down. Yeah, it doesn't matter when Moberg just takes the ball and, and runs with it, I guess. But I'm trying to see if there was any any younger guys in on the, on the Minuteman defense out there. Um, that's not on the starting lineup. I'll keep looking, but... Um, it looks like they might have all their starters out there. All right, looks like Moberg is out of the game right now. Didn't see the exchange to who it was. Might be number 18. Oh, and that fumbled snap. snap. Goes, un- goes low, and they lose about 12 yards on the play. And number 18... For Johnson, he falls on it. Falls on a quarterback, and um, again, we don't. We apologize. We don't have uh, have his name. So we're at second and twenty-three now. Now I don't know if Dante Jackson for Central started. I don't have him as my starter, but he's playing left cornerback, and he's a freshman. So looks like maybe they have put in some of their younger guys to get some experience there on defense as well. 
Handoff goes to Cornell. That freshman cornerback you just brought up, he was giving Knox about 10-yard cushion. Well, I'd hate to say that they're not, I know for a fact that they're not going to pass, but when you bring in a, some some younger guys or some other quarterbacks, you may, maybe you want to give them an opportunity to throw the ball. So we'll see what they decide to do here. Third and 17 for the Governors. Looks like there was a Another pass fumble. attempt, but uh, it was a fumble by 18. So that play is going to go nowhere. Central will stop them, and they lose another six yards on the play. So it'll be fourth and fourth and 23. Yeah, it just looked like he had the for a second and just dropped the ball, and the quarterback there just fall on it. Live to play another down. So the clock keeps ticking away here with just over four minutes left yeah. in the game. And it looks like Johnson will run a play here. At, on 4th and 23, I mean, at this point, a, a punt's probably going to end up in the end zone, and they'd start on their 20 anyway. Yeah, it, it's another play you get to practice. So there's a snap, back to pass. He's got a man down Ooh. in the middle of the field, overthrows him. It's almost intercepted by, looks like number 80, is that Duncans for? He's an 81, yep. yep. Devontae Duncans. He's only a sophomore. So, all right. So, Central will take over first and 10 at the 40. They're 40. Three minutes, 51 seconds left. I think at this point, the Minutemen just want to try to march down and get uh, some points on the board so it's not a shutout. And Johnson's running new players in and out of defense right here. So, guessing a lot of their starters on defense are out as well. They still got number 75 there in the middle, Antoine Glasby. Defensive uh, tackle there. And Central will hand it off. I didn't see who the upback was that got it. But Glasby made the tackle. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been Hall. He gained one on the, on the play, so it's second and nine. 3.33 left to go. Yeah, we'll see what Central uh, decides to do with the freshman quarterback. I don't know that uh, he's played in any of these other games here. For Central, they were pretty close games, even though they won them. So he's probably out there just to get some snaps, turn around, hand the ball off, kind of get the feel for the game, get some action. But he's in the shotgun right now. So There's oh, a snap. Oh, boy. Ooh. Handoff is fumbled. And Central somehow comes up with it. That ball was on the ground for for a good two seconds. Yeah, it was the jet sweep. And uh, Cole Fee took the, he took the snap and he went to go hand the ball off to his uh, wide receiver coming across, and they just weren't close enough together. He put the ball out there, and it basically hit the hip of the wide receiver, bounced on the ground, and the balls is bouncing all over the place, and somehow Central falls on it, but he took a big shot after that ball hit the ground. So, welcome to uh, high school football, Mr. Fee. <laughs> <laughs> sure, he's getting some good uh, good work on the freshman and JV squad, but 
varsity is kind of a whole different beast. You got the not a lot more bigger guys trying to get you. There's the handoff from Fee to number 15, Dante Jackson. Yeah. Freshman to freshman on yeah, that freshman one. Freshman to freshman. Well, it's fourth down. I can't. I don't know that you punt here. You just run a play and. I would guess that Johnson is just going to kneel on it with a minute 34 left after. Looks like O'Mealy oh, is going back for the punt with a minute 30 to go. Fourth and 18. Looks like caught Johnson off guard just a little bit too. They finally get uh, somebody back there, and that is Julian Borney. Six-foot junior, 165. It's funny, I played at about 165, but I wasn't six feet. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe someday you'll get there, Mike. <laughs> he wears it a little differently than I did. <laughs> well, there's, um, you know, you're looking at there's these heights and weights of some of these guys, and it uh, looks like the clock was winding down on Central there, so they call a timeout here before they punt with a minute left in the game. Got some activity up here in the box. Looks like some of the coaches are going down onto the field. All right. <laughs> Never heard that before yeah. at a high school football game. They give you the one-minute warning to call your ride. But makes sense. Okay, one minute to go, as you heard. 33-0, Johnson on top of Central. There's the punt from O'Mealy. And that will just slowly take a bounce and be down at the 42-yard line. Yeah, nice little punt there. Well, I've been wrong before, probably more, than wrong, more times than I've been right, but my guess would be that... Uh, Governors will probably just deal on this unless they have someone they really want to just get a get a touch, uh, get a handoff, or run the ball. We'll see what happens here. It's always busy in these uh, press boxes at the end of a game. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they're just going to kneel. They got Moberg. In the backfield, I can't imagine they handed it up to him with. No, Gonzalez was under center. Yeah. Looks like we're going to have one more kneel down, and then that'll be it with uh, 42 seconds to go. Well, if you're, uh, if you're central, this is obviously not the way you wanted this game to go after you just went 2-0, and and you had to play at home here in front of your home crowd. Uh, and if you're Johnson, you, 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 lost, you had two home games that you lost and you come on the road and, and you beat a, kind of a city, uh, St. Paul City rival here. And so you got to feel good about yourself if you're the Governors and if you're the Minutemen, you're still 2-1. and one. You still got an opportunity to, to win some more games and a lot of football left, Mike. That's right. There's your final buzzer, final score, 33-0, Johnson over Central. And uh, Central will fall to two and one. Johnson will go to one and two after they started the season zero and two. So this was a big win for them, Brian. Uh, for Central, it was disappointing, I'm sure, 
as they face an old St. Paul City Conference rival. Um, and this is not the way they wanted to uh, play in front of their home crowd. No, they didn't. Uh, but they, they came out and they made they shot themselves in the foot with some penalties. Uh, they only gave up seven points in the, in the first half of the ball game. So going in at halftime, Central was probably thinking, okay, well, we shot ourselves in the foot. We didn't play very well. We still got an opportunity to go out there and, and win this game. And Johnson probably went in at halftime thinking, man, we probably should be up by more than seven points considering all the penalties and, and things that were going on. But after that 80-yard that run uh, by Gonzalez there at halftime, and again, like I said, I don't always want to be right, but I said the next big play is probably going to predict who's going to win this game, and that was it. That, that really kind of just, you could see the body language, you could see the energy level from the central sideline just go down. And it was tough sledding from from there on out. So, you know these these games, these Friday night lights. You get under the lights, you get to play football. And I know that one team wins and one team loses, and some people are going to hang their heads. But I think these young men just got to be happy that they have the, the chance to go out there and play, and um, they'll get to play several more. It looks like Johnson is at uh, St. Paul Highland next week is that correct Mike um let me look yes they are at Highland next Friday at four o'clock oh, I'm sorry they're at uh, they're at Johnson they're hosting sorry. at four o'clock uh at Johnson Central we'll travel to Southwest that game is at six o'clock and that's in Pershing Park uh yeah to start the third quarter uh Gonzalez had that 80 yard run Moberg added a 59 yard run um, and then Gonzalez to Knox as well. And then Moberg had that long interception um, to uh, to finish off the, the day for Johnson and scoring. And that brings up this, that brought us to the score of 33-0. And that's your your final here. So the boys from the east side come in and uh, they handle their business and they will go off uh, uh, winners and they, they will take this momentum with them. Um, as they host Highland Park next week. Well, Brian, it was a fun game again. Yeah, I it's always fun. It was you a, coming out. It was a quick game. You know, we've been we've been to some games where they've been quite a bit longer than this, but this one, even though it was a, a ended up being a blowout, um, it was a quick game and some hard hitting, some um, some fast, some guys flying around. Uh, I don't know that the score really is a reflection of how fun the game was to watch. A lot of times, you know, blowouts aren't as fun to watch, but this game was an enjoyable game to watch. A lot of good players on both sides of the ball. P positives to take out of it. I know it's tough to take positives out of a 33. There's nothing lost for Central. But I think that they can they can rebound, and, and Johnson bounce back from their two losses, and they're going to build on their positive momentum moving forward. So... Always fun, always fun to do these games, and uh, a lot of fun to watch these kids play. All right, so thanks for joining us. Our next game will be on Wednesday, September 18th. That's next Wednesday, and we will be bringing you Como Park at Harding Boys Soccer live from Bakken Field. And then next Friday, the 20th at 7.30, we'll be live from Hamlin University at Kloss Field. And we will be bringing you St. Agnes versus Concordia Academy. That will be St. Agnes's um, homecoming. Uh, Eric Erickson will be joining me on Wednesday. 
And uh, Chuck Smooth from WFNU will be joining me on Friday at Hamlin. And, uh, Brian, this is the one game you'll be joining me for this season. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And uh, thanks again for coming out, and uh, I appreciate you uh, calling this game with me. Absolutely. I'm sorry I'm going to miss the the next game. You know, I always enjoy going back. There used to be that last time I checked, there was a pretty good linebacker played for Hamlin back between, like, you know, 97 and 2000. Um, I'll try Just to get check, his name and yeah, pass it on. Check that on out when you're over there. Yeah, no problem. I think he's number 24. <laughs> All right, we'll check that out. We'll make sure that we bring that information to the listeners. Oh, wonderful, thank you. All right, well, thank you for listening. Uh, have a great evening. Once again, your final score here at Griffin Stadium, Johnson 33, Central 0. Have a great night and a great weekend, and we'll see you on Wednesday.